All right, it's time. Another week. DTTD Radio. This is episode 771 for November 6th, 2023. No on the show this week, we got the Wombat. PSP. We got Turd. Sega. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have Anthony. Yeah, I'm here too. <laughs> oh, come on, man. You should have threw some random console. Because he's like PSP. I was like, oh, shit, we doing, we doing, we quite. Okay, okay, let me think real quick. Man, I, I, got, a, I got a rude awakening remembrance of an old, uh, an old jingle. Uh, if, if y'all grew up in the 80s, you remember the eek. You're talking from the cartoons? Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah, definitely remember. Yeah, yes. that, 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 yes. that, that was a Canadian yep. company, I want to say. Somebody had that in a YouTube video the other day. I was like, oh, fuck, I ain't heard that in a long time. <clears throat> but anyway, Anthony doesn't have a video game jingle because Terrence stole Sega, so. Yeah, man, I don't know. Like, would it... I don't even know what else that would be. Would you get fucking Game Boy sounds. <laughs> <laughs> every every Nintendo Switch Online service just has the the Mario coin for every single, except for Game Boy. Man, I miss theme songs to browse the store to. Oh man, it was so good on the uh, was, was it the Wii? The Wii, the Wii, the Wii. The Wii had the 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 ball should have been beamed to death, but even the early. Even the uh, early 3DS shop themes were, like, really stellar. And then they would get rid of them for each, like, season. And I just hope that stuff isn't lost to time. I hope some crazy person out there has saved all that stuff. Because there were some really nice (laughs) soundtracks to my shopping adventures. And there were were bad shops. So you would have to listen to that song a lot as you, like, scrolled through pages of crap. But the music was good. So you were like, oh, okay. Because it's, it's like TV shows now. Like, if you've, real, if you've noticed, like, they don't do theme songs anymore. Like, remember, like, there was some dope-ass theme songs that we've, you know, had back in the 80s and stuff. And now you just get, like, a title card and we're into the show. So, like, I guess that's just, you know, theme music is just dead. You don't do it no more. There's no there's no <laughs> trigger for it. Like, the, when you hear the Sopranos theme song, like, it triggers something. I'm going to say a name of a show mm, I yeah. don't like, but... I think is like the last song, the song I can. No, I don't. Um, oh. but, I, but it's the only song. It's the, the like the last show I could think of that had a like an actual like theme song, and that's Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah, yeah from. Oh, uh, wow. I think you're right. What's what's the band? Naked Ladies. Yeah, I was gonna say Ryan will know this. Yeah. 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 yeah it's we... not like a bad song. I just, I, but to me, it's like, it's whatever. It's a theme song. It's just, it's the last one I can think of that had we... a theme song. At all. Yeah. We had a, uh, I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but we've been doing this goddamn thing so long. I, I, <laughs> you just I probably told all of them. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Um, it's our, but we it's, had a, we, we had have a... new listeners falling off all the time. So that's true. <laughs> yeah, we had a recurrent, we had a um, uh, tradition. Uh, in college with the roommates that I lived with that surrounded the Growing Pains theme song. And the tradition was that um, at any point in time, if anybody sang the first line of the Growing Pains theme song, uh, everybody else had to take turns singing lines after that um, until the song was finished. So 
just randomly in the middle of the day, you know, it could be a Tuesday afternoon at two o'clock and you would hear somebody in the house go, show me that smile again. And somebody else had to respond. Exactly. Exactly like that. (laughs) And it would, uh, it would go through, you know, until the song was finished. That's awesome. Theme songs are great, man. Yeah. Right. They're just just not around no more. Quantum Leap's theme song was so good. And like I've been rewatching Moonlighting. That's why I've been posting those different pictures on Twitter. Sybil Shepherd in that show. Oh, oh my God. She looks oh goodness. Anyways, but the Moonlighting theme song is good. Like so, I, it's such a weird thing to get rid of. Like everything has to move so fast now. Like we ain't got time for theme songs. Just title gonna, card go. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up another facet that doesn't exist anymore. Uh mascots. Oh yeah, yeah mascots. Like outside of sports off. and a couple of uh cereal that still have mascots, mm-hmm. like mascots don't exist. Well, it's that, it's yeah. a different it's a different I generation. Think... Like people don't they, they think people don't want that stuff anymore, but what was the what was the one Netflix show you didn't skip the intro of? What was it? Stranger Things. Exactly. Because yeah. why? You know what's funny? It, well, uh, be, because the theme song was good, but exactly. also because, you know, what's funny is, so my, um, my car is a hybrid. And so when it, when I start it, it up and start to start yeah, to back say out, it, it runs off, shut of, up. it <laughs> runs off of uh, standard gasoline and jet fuel. It's, yeah, it's, right. It's, it is out farts, <laughs> so you can sniff them. The, the, uh, but anyway, <laughs> the, uh, when I'm, when I'm just like when you just let off the brake and don't hit the gas and it's just moving forward on the battery, it sounds like the beginning of the Stranger Themes song. So every nice. time, I every time it, it makes me think of that. Every single time. See, they should bring that back. Like that shit, would, like theme songs work, man. Like, ah. That's because everybody's got ah. the nostalgia skip, skip for intro your button. All right, see y'all next week. <clears throat> that's what it is, right? <laughs> that's it. That's our show. But yeah, that that's what it is. Everybody skips intro, so they're like, "Well, fuck it. Nobody's watching it anyway. Nobody's listening to it. So whatever." But I'm crazy. Fuck, even without the intros, like it just that whole aspect of like we are going to be visually and audibly known is just yeah. fun. Like what? What's McDonald's? jingle nowadays Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. do they still use do they still use that yeah yeah they Can still you... use that yeah it's fucking All that... what's his name brian yeah. oh the guy that does the voiceover for it now he says it at the I end of the commercial oh yeah yeah i uh i can't remember his name the guy from succession yeah um just brian cox yeah brian cox that. yeah and we yeah. and we don't I, have i'm Ronald. pretty sure i'm pretty sure uh i'm pretty sure jared from subway killed all that I probably, yeah, we don't have Ronald. My kid, my, matter of fact, my daughter asked, we were at McDonald's and she was like, that hey, uh, daddy, clown? that's basically, she was like, who is that clown that they have on this <laughs> thing? And I was like, wait, you don't know about Ronald? She was like, no. I was like, damn. Who's, oh, yeah, man. who's that clown that's beckoning me to sit next to him on the bench? Oh, <laughs> right? The stranger danger. Dude, that's what that is. Let's, let's talk yeah, about, shit. let's talk about the, McDonald's birthday party. Dude, I had one oh when I was a kid. I... Bro, it's not a thing that exists anymore. Nope. No, no, it is not. That's crazy. They took Ronald out back with his birthday parties and put a Grimace took him out back and beat the shit out of him with a baseball bat. That's what happened. <laughs> what it was. Hamburglar was in the, in the escape. Hamburglar sitting, like, sitting in the corner of a dark room smoking a cigarette just watching. 
the uh, I, I can't I can't talk about McDonald's without thinking about one of the greatest tweets of all time, which says something to the extent of I asked at McDonald's about their secret menu and Grimace took me out back and showed me his weird dick. <laughs> and that's how the Grimace shake was born. There it is. There it is. <laughs> all right. Uh, video games. Those are a thing. Yeah, this was a good cold opening. I like that. Oh, there's a, good, there's guys. a there's a lot of video games to talk about this week, so we're just we're just gonna get into this bitch, Anthony. What you got? Well, hold on. Before that, I'm sorry. Go can ahead. I can I just say that it's ironic that we just spent all this time talking about how important a theme song is, and we jettisoned our theme song like three four months ago and haven't added a, a new. I don't listen, have a choice. Uh, actual theme song. <laughs> it has other words in it, and I can't use it anymore. So. Yeah, that was not by choice. Yeah, I would have yeah, kept we're... that. That thing had been running for what, like ten years or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah, I love that. that. I love that. This more equivalent I to I do too. McDonald's losing the rights to Ronald. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> Burger King has put him up outside. <laughs> the king standing oh. in the corner waiting, waiting for his turn. The king clown, sneaking. Yeah, sneak king. That's who I was referring to. The Burger King. The Burger King. That's a TV show now. It's like the, the Sopranos, but with like fast food fucking mascots. That's what that's what we need. Well, if you haven't seen the the Roy Jones, uh, or not Roy Jones, uh, boxing on my mind, the Roy Wood, um, chicken sandwich wars videos. You should watch those. Those are hilarious. Jesus, when did that become a thing? Just because. Fucking what was it? Popeyes made a chicken sandwich, and then Chick Fil A had to make a yeah. chicken sandwich. Like, Jesus Christ! But now everybody makes a chicken sandwich because that, that's another thing. We was at McDonald's, and I was like, "Damn, McDonald's doing the Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches now with the pickles? Like that's it? That's all it is? It's just a fried chicken breast. You put some pickles on it, and they give it to you. Like the fuck? Why are we? Why are we all doing this? Oh man, everything has to be a fad. Hmm. All right, Anthony, video it, games. What, you what, got? The, what the fuck did we just do? Um, okay. <laughs> we had a good time. That's what uh, happened. Did we? I, yeah, I did. I, I don't I know. Did. I don't care. I know I'm hungry, though. But I know. Yeah, I, I, I will feel like I want some, some nacho fries or some shit. I don't know. Some McDonald's. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I played video games uh, since the last time I've been on, which is about two weeks ago. Something like that. Um, I tried Ring Fit Adventure. That's a that was a mistake. Uh, that that I, that showed me how out of shape I am. I didn't like it. Um, I have played. I'm trying to think of other stuff that I've played before the big sort of two that I've kind of spent all my time in. Um, I mean, I finished Mario Wonder. I'm going to tell you right now that's a real short game. It's it's good. Don't get me wrong. That's not a a question but if you were to ask me like what should i spend my in canada 80 dollars on before tax jesus um i'm gonna tell you it's super mario 3d world and bowser's fury um over mario wonder uh i think it's a more challenging game like mario mario wonder is difficult and i i still stand by that like it's more difficult than uh, like the like the early stages of Wonder are more difficult than say like Mario World, uh, so beginning stages. But they never 
quite reach like the peak that Mario World does, especially come like what those star levels, wherever they call, are called in uh, Star Road, Super Mario World. Yeah, Star Road. Yeah, um, like nothing in Wonder gets even remotely close to that difficulty, um, especially with the badges and everything. Um, it's a good game though. Um, it's just like in a in a year that has been dominated uh, by some big hits. And and some of those being from Nintendo themselves, um, I I just I can't see that making even my top three, um, because it's been pushed out by a game I've been playing the last little while. But it won't be pushed out by which is is another Nintendo game though because I've played the new WarioWare. Um, it's WarioWare. It's WarioWare that's like the smooth moves game on the Wii, except that like you start to realize that like a lot of the Wii was based off of the pointer mechanics and not really as much of the uh, motion controls. And when it was based off the motion controls, it was, it felt built better. Like this game is all motion control based. Um, It asks you to take the joy cons off the switch and you hold them in both hands and then you perform actions. And it never feels as good as the Wii did. And, you know, that's a... That's that's a that's a line to record. It never felt as good as the Wii did. I was I was muted. I just said, I was like, clip it. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> sure, but uh, jokes aside, I mean, that's kind of a shame. Oh, yeah. It, with absolutely, the, with no. the tech that is in that Switch... Like, I noticed a bit when I was playing um, uh, Ring Fit that, like, it would sometimes lose its calibration, I guess. Like, it would stop sort of understanding where the the controllers are in space because there is no, um, there's no anchor point. Like, when you have the Wii remote and you point it at the screen, it sees those two points and figures out where it is. Because that doesn't exist in the motion controls on the Switch, like, I did a boss level where I guess I'm taking the, like, I'm sort of like an Icarus character. He's got wings, and I have to flap my arms to control it. And steering it was a nightmare. Now, maybe I was wrong with some of the motion I was doing. I don't know. Um, because it felt like it wasn't detecting my motions at all. Mm. Um, now, most of the games work fine. Um, some of them are quite funny, but if you're going to ask me back to kind of wonder, like, which game should I buy? I'm going to tell you to get the last WarioWare game that came out on Switch, not this one, unless you really want to do motion control stuff, um, because it's just not not as good, in my opinion. It's not a bad game, It's like, but I was saying to Terrence before the show that if I were to rank them, this probably goes at the bottom of all the WarioWare games, except for like the DSI and the DIY game, uh, both DS titles, like the, both of those were kind of like really built around an idea that just wasn't great to begin with. Um, this isn't a bad idea by any means, but I just don't think unless you're like a big WarioWare fan, this is where you should spend your money. Um, which is kind of a shame. Like it's not a bad game. It's just like, 
Nintendo is fighting against themselves for sales, right? So I have two options from the same franchise. I'm the, the last one was better. That it's a very weird space to be in because generally they don't have two WarioWare games on the same console. Um, so this maybe should have waited until the next console came out. Like they already had a pre- like not next week, but the week after. Uh, on the 17th, they're releasing Super Mario RPG. Like, guys, you're good. Like, you had a game, like, every two weeks, you've had a big fucking release. Um, so, I, I don't know. This is this is a very weird uh, WarioWare game, where also the new Wario voice isn't my favorite. Not not to bring up that fight, but, like, I don't know. There's just something... He, for the most part, whoever it is, is pretty good maybe, maybe i don't think it's martinet though because it doesn't sound like it was uh the same voice from gold which was martinet for sure so i don't i don't know who's voicing wario but it doesn't it doesn't sound right it might be just the direction um sometimes he's okay and then he'll say something and i'm like that doesn't sound right at all um not i'm not angry with my purchase i i still will enjoy it it's still worth my money but it's just i'm a big warrior fan and i don't know yeah this just doesn't move the needle forward for me at all it's like yeah this is more of the wii game cool um the game i am excited about though that i've been playing kind of like non-stop is world of horror which is a indie game i've played it on switch and pc uh the switch version Oh boy, yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be as as kind of bad of a port as it is, um, because World of Horror is a game that is played all through menus. It is a RPG um, rogue light, and when I say RPG, I mean like tabletop RPG mixed with like a rogue light. You always do five cases. The cases are randomly chosen for you, but once you've solved the case one time, there's multiple endings for each case. There's so there's a minimum of two. Some have like four endings, um, and it, that all changes based off of your uh, success and failures when it comes to stat rolls. Um, it's based on choices you make. Uh, based it changes based on what what uh, cases you take on. Um, like so, so you can choose any of the five cases in whatever order, but depending on which order you do them in, changes how other cases may go. So, for example, there is a case that if you solve solved one of t- two ways, gives you a small key, and if you have that small key, you it can be used in two spots within the school. But it those two spots, one of those is randomly accessed the other one you can only access in a specific case and i have not had the small key with me to access this other room in the second case that i like because i haven't had those cases come up in the same run and i haven't done them in that order now that i know um you start to sort of learn aspects of like if i do this i get this ending so you can start sort of as you kind of go through uh, run after run, you know, failure after failure, 
uh, you find out kind of the right choices to make. And so you try to stack the events in your favor. It's really, it's really smart. It's got a Junji Ito inspired art style. It's all pixelated. Like it's not playing played on an old computer. I love it. Um, do not play the switch port. Oh my God. It is, it is all 2d this game. And it is sort of like a pseudo PC setup. Like you, your cursor uh, is like this pixelated cursor. It's like, even when you play it and it's not full screen on your, um, on your PC, like it sets up uh, to default to have like a fake computer monitor. So it plays in four by three um, around the outside of uh, the, the game space. And, it just doesn't work on switch. So I was like, okay, it'll be just like, I move the analog stick and it just flicks through the options of what I can. No, no, no. The analog sticks, both of them control a mouse cursor, which is fine, which is fine. But if you try to use the option to like flick through to like the different buttons on screen quickly, it is so slow. Like, the cursor doesn't move as fast as my mouse cursor does on my PC either. Like, there's no way to speed it up. It's just not the best way to play that game. It is not, like, abysmal, but there's no reason why it should run as poorly as it does. Because I don't have, like, a great PC, but, like, this is a nothing game on the uh, surface. Like, The Witcher 3 is on Switch and probably runs better than World of Horror. Um, but it's it's been what it's taking my time because I've just been keep trying to like get so like the other thing is, is like there's um, achievements within the game and every achievement that you unlock uh, unlocks a new aspect that can be randomly rolled into your game and like one of them is having both baseball bats at the same time. Now that seems really stupid and basic, but there's only two places you can get a baseball bat. So that requires you to run into both those events in the same playthrough. And I like that type of stuff. I like having to kind of puzzle solve and see what I can achieve to like make a, even a loss into a sort of victory. Um, I've been addicted and I've been trying to get people to play this game, but I have yet to succeed. And that's it for me. That's where most of my time has been spent. Cool. Uh, let's move on to Terrence. Um, okay. That's fine. We can move on. Me. Um, I will start with RoboCop. <laughs> this week. Uh, I, 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 okay. So I reviewed RoboCop, RoboCop Rogue City. I loved it. I loved it. But I am a huge fan, um, of RoboCop movies. Really just the original one and the second one. Cause yeah, the third one. Like, no one. No one likes the third one. No, no one likes the television show. No one likes no. the reboot. No, no. I, I, I vaguely recall seeing a RoboCop cartoon when I was a kid, like I that I think was okay, but I don't like. I need to actually Google it, but I, I have visions. I bet of it was RoboCop made by cartoon. Deke. It probably was <laughs> back then. <laughs> but no, um, I've never. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of this, but yeah, it's uh by Acom. A K O M. Okay. Um Yeah, I remember it too. I, I at least I have a memory of it, whether or not it's a real memory or something. That, that was a, that was a, I, mean, that's shit, I, I, like I am. 
that's right. a weird different time where like R-rated movies were made into toys and Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Yep. So like so, Robo or uh, Rambo had a yep, cartoon. I yep. remember that. I remember that one. I, I've never like I I remember that one like just because like I think the shock value kind of kept that being talked about. I didn't remember yeah. there. I knew there was a RoboCop TV series, but I don't know. I thought it was live action. Um, I guess there was a second one too, Alpha Commando in 1998. Apparently, um, Disney owns the series. Of course, they do now. Oh, except wow. that Amazon's MGM owns the RoboCop rights, so you'll never see it again. Okay. Um, Saban. The guy who started Power Rangers did the music for it. Nice. What is this world? Why is there only like four main characters? Good lord. <laughs> but okay, so Rogue City is uh, if you're a robot if you're a Robocop fan, it's fantastic. I mean it's a first person shooter. It literally just puts you in the shoes of the man. And I feel like these developers like they they too are huge fans like they they love this character and you could tell just in in how much detail and stuff is in the world like robo's character model itself is fantastic look does he like, walk slow yep yes you every step he makes is like in the movie Oh, it's so good. Like, I don't, you can run, like, it has, like, a run thing, but it's, like, a jaw. It's not really a full-on run. It's, you can move a little faster. I don't even use it, because it's so awesome just stomping around as RoboCop, like, like, moving, like, like he does. Like, it's so much fun! Is, is I'm this, geek it out. Is this open world like the uh, Terminator game was? Open world light. Um, well, the yes, Terminator, the Terminator yes. game was open world light as that's, well. That's so. what this is. You basically go... From, like, section A to section B, and then there's a little open world you can explore and do stuff in. Nice. Yeah. And there's different, um, like, side missions, like you said. There's different stuff in the, the different, like, areas. Because you'll start out, like, in old Detroit, and you'll go, um, and you'll have, like, a little area around there. And you'll have citizens that you can talk to. But even beyond that, because you're a cop, you can give tickets. So you you go across a car that's parked in front of a um a fire hydrant. You totally write up a ticket, set it on the set it on the windshield for him, and it's like this ticket will oh um well I can't even remember how he words it, but it's a very RoboCop thing. Like this ticket will, will help him, you know, remember that he shouldn't do this kind of thing. Like if, if Peter Weller is doing the voice, like there's so much fan service in this. Oh my god, like it's oh it's so good. It's so good. And the story, the story is actually pretty competent too. So like without going too far into it, the there's a new guy is what they refer to him as until you find out who it is that's moving in on the crime world in um in Detroit. And once you're introduced to him, they actually have ties to Clarence Boddicker's, if you recall the first movie, it was the bad guy. The, the yeah, main, he's uh, uh the dad leader. the dad from uh that's only show, yes. Yes, yes. Um uh he uh the 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 new guy has ties to his gang. Um which was I had to Google it. Like I think maybe Bitches super leave. What? Bitches leave. It, bitches leave. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny too because I watched the, the uh they did a documentary for Robocop. I think it was four hours long, but I watched it over the course of, you know, days. Um, but it was it was really good. And they talked about all the different lines and stuff in that movie. And a lot of that stuff 
like, I guess Paul Verhoeven, like, let them kind of have carte blanche. Like, they were allowed to just kind of come up with stuff that worked in that movie. That's, that was a different time, you know, than now. So, like, Bitches Leave and some of those other, like, lines that, you know, are now iconic, like, that weren't in the scripts. They just kind of ad-libbed that. I'd buy that for a dollar. It wasn't the script, but they didn't think that it was going to be, they didn't think that that would ever be, like, the line, you know, that people would, you know, reference that movie to whatever. But anyways, um... The game is great. It's first person shooter. It's not triple A quality. It's it's about the same quality as that Terminator game. Which is funny because I'm also playing that too. Um so it's you know, it's uh it's not ugly by any means, but you can tell like, you know, some of the graphics or some of the uh textures, you know, could are a little muddy and maybe could be a little better. Um, but it doesn't detract from from the gameplay. Um Robocop has his, his auto nine, of course. Uh, you can pick up other weapons as you kill thugs, but why would you ever? Like, I, the only one I ever use is like the giant, like, chain gun, like, machine gun thing. Cause, like, I don't want to use some perp's little pistol when I have this fucking hand cannon where and I take a head off. Like, what do I want that for? But it's there if you want to. Um, he can, he can use melee. Like, you can grab thugs and throw them, and there's like a punch attack. It's a weird animation when you grab, because it's not, and it's, and it's funny, because I noticed this in Terminator too. When you grab things, it's not really like you're like picking it up. It just kind of, the thing kind of teleports into your hand when you press the button. It just, it looks weird in, in practice, but it's, you know, it's one of those things where whatever. Okay. I got the dupe out of throat, and I'm going to fling him. Um, oh, you, uh, you earn XP for those different side missions and stuff. And, um, and even the main mission and finding, uh, like, uh, nuke vials, like the drug from RoboCop two, um, and different like paraphernalia, like stolen person and stuff all equates to XP, which at the end of each mission, you get like an evaluation and you'll get skill points, which you can like level RoboCop up. So you, you can, he'll eventually get a dash where you hit a, and you can kind of dash out of the way. Um, and uh there's different things like there you can augment like his detective skills um and different stuff like that like there's a whole skill tree um so there's stuff to you know shoot for while you're playing the game but yeah like to me it just felt like that this team did for robocop what i feel like rocksteady did for batman because it it they could have just made this just a total you know first person shooter where you're just blasting thugs left and right but the fact that it actually goes into really robocop's character as far as <clears throat> motherfucker you have psych eval- you have psych evaluation yeah i was just about to say that like yeah his like you psych evaluation and then there's different like he has those flashbacks about his family which was you know a big thing in the movie too because you know it's not just a machine like this was a guy that died that they put in this machine like that kind of duality and stuff they play with in this in this game like it's 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 really good like if you like the robocop movies you will love this game like it's 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 really good this Um, is this is one of the games that i bitched like it it was almost like it was a a two-for-one the fucking checkpoint system in this game fucking sucks that actually, yeah, that's true. Oh my <laughs> god, you can play for like 45 minutes without a goddamn checkpoint and there is no fucking manual saves. Nope, there is none. You you have to use the checkpoints. That That is a problem. Um, I just did, the, and I know you don't do this, but I did the, uh, like the system, like the game resume thing. Cause I oh use man, that for, what happens uh, if you lose too. that shit? Fuck that. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, but I was, that's what I was doing in, for that. Cause yeah, the checkpoint system does suck. 
I shouldn't have to rely on hardware to solve a game's problems, number one. Number two, I don't trust Quick Resume as, as stable as it's been on Xbox Series X. Nah. <laughs> yeah. You're not the only one. I feel it. I feel um, it. So, because, let's be honest, we all like some jank in our games at times. And sure. it sounds like it's a... Uh, perfectly jank rather than having too much because it's you know a double a yes sort of game or b tier game or whatever you want to call it um what's the next franchise that you want them to do so you said they've kind of nailed the ter- terminator and robocop just fucking do rambo and do it justice i was thinking didn't they already do Rambo? It was a different team. It was a different company okay. that did that, and it sucked. I it thought it was sucked. the same team that did that. No, I think Taeyeon, it's Taeyeon that did both of these, right? Yep. Yeah. That, I'm pretty sure they're the ones that did the Rambo uh, uh, rail shooter. Oh, man, if they did, I'm sorry. It, I was thinking about what I wanted them to do, and I, God dang, I should have wrote it down, because I can't, I, I, want I them. Get old. I can't they did. I they did do judge. the fucking yep, they Rambo. Did do it. Oh. See, I, I knew it. Hey. Well, redo it. Redo it now, but better, because that Rainbow game sucked. Yes, it did. Oh, the rest I, of their games kind of trash. Yeah, they, they they found their niche that they they finally of things that they can do, um, and do pretty well. I would love for them to do a Judge Dread. Hell yeah! Basically, already there. <laughs> I am the law, man. Uh, with yeah, less, with less, but less um, Stallone, but much know. less Stallone. Like Jesus, we can get Carl Urban though. God, yeah. Dread is such a good movie. I wish they would get a sequel of that. I am like, he's game too. I am uh, law. <laughs> I am the law. I yell that every Sylvester so often. Stallone. I am the law. <laughs> What'd you say? I I don't I can't understand it. I'm alive. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh sly. Um okay, so yeah, Robocop. Terminator, like I said, I'm playing that um as well for review. That's also really good. Living the Turbo or uh the, the Terminator fantasy. That's different because you well, that's a lie. There is a mode where you do play as the Terminator in the infiltrator mode. Um, but there is no save for it. So it's like once you once you're in it, you have run one playthrough, but it's like you got separated and you have to track down this resistance, you know, sect in this, you know, in the future. Um, and you have basically you have to go around scanning different stuff and find out where they're hiding, and then you end up fighting them. Um, like you kind of level up your gun and stuff on the way. It's not bad. I mean, it's maybe forty five minutes to an hour or a playthrough, depending on how how in depthly and how far you go through to like level stuff up. Um, but, uh, meh. um, the main game is cool. It's, it takes place in the, in the, the future where the, and I think we've talked about this game before, but where the Terminators are, um, you know, have, where their Skyland has taken over and everything. So you play as the resistance and it plays a lot like that, um, Homefront game. Yeah. So where you like gathering up stuff to like trade and different stuff like that and crafting weapons and different things. It's, it's super good. Like, yeah, I feel like, like you said, I think Taeyeon has found their, their kind of niche and they definitely should tackle some more of this stuff. Um, uh, Alan Wake was the other big one I played. Man, 
Oh, God. I guess it's like you with RoboCop. Like, I love Alan Wake, but Alan Wake pisses me off at the same time. Um, oh, I'm the same way with the, Alan Wake. The fact that it doesn't have auto or, like, manual saves. Like, what the fuck are we even doing in 2023? <laughs> well... It does. No, go save to, anywhere is what I mean. Yeah, I know that's what you want. Yeah, you yeah. Want like I don't. Anywhere, this I ain't fucking Risen Evil. I don't need to find a goddamn typewriter. Right. Like, right. just I let me it. hit pause and save. Because what the fuck are we doing? Yep. And and that that again, that's an issue for me there too. My issues stem from the fact that I don't know if you have this problem. I still have audio problems with it. Oh, still? Um, yeah, it's still broken. Like I booted it up the other day and there was no sound. I had to turn it yeah. off and turn it back on. Yeah, like it's in. I think we've had a couple of patches and they have still not nailed down this issue. So I, damn. And it's wild because there's a a part. I don't know how far you've played, but you, there's a part where you get to decide if you want to do you know Saga or Alan's story, and then you can kind of bounce back and forth, however you you know at will. Um, and I chose to focus on Alan's, and one of his early things is like this this big to do number where sound is super important <laughs> and my sound cut out like halfway oh my god that game just pisses me off but that's the problems but it's so good oh man the amount of dread that they managed to to instill without actually having you fight anything yeah like, i think I i've really shot two people in this game so far and i'm like two and a half three hours in yeah, like I'm I'm almost 10, almost 10 hours in and I have maybe only had combat a handful of times. I've only had one boss fight um that probably it happens towards the beginning. Uh, oh, is but, that the one yeah. in the, the the forest when you yep. first go into yep. the unknown or whatever they call it? Yep. Yeah. That's okay, the yeah. One. Yeah, that's I've already, that... I've done that one and I've shot two dudes in the in the lake and that was it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's it unlike the first game where it was you know kind of like Max Payne where it was like a lot of combat they they definitely downplay that what what ends up happening and it, I'm curious to see if this rings true with Saga's side but on Alan's side because he's in the dark place everything is a shadow so when you go into places there'll be shadowy figures well. Sometimes those shadowy figures will fuck you up because they're real, but other times they're just shadows. And once you like put the light on, they'll just kind of evaporate or kind of thing. But you never know what's what until you get close. So you're like always on edge. And it's just, it's wild the amount of, uh, like I said, the dread that they have drummed up just from the atmosphere and the music and everything like that. Oh, that game is so good. Like it it is it is definitely even with all of its problems with this audio shit that's pissing me off. It is it is it is definitely a game of the year contender. Like it is it is just insane. And then the story they and, and I this I think we might have talked about this or or talked about it a little bit last week. Um cuz I know Drew was similar to I where we liked American Nightmare quite a bit and they pull so much stuff from American Nightmare. Like I'm so happy um that that wasn't, you know, just forgotten. Like there's so much stuff that is that is pulled from there. Um like Alan Wake's so the the two different like stories like Saga is, you know, investigating a uh a serial killer or a um, cult and Alan Wake is trying to escape the dark place. And he's essentially chasing Mr. Scratch, which is, which got introduced in 
or um, yeah, which got introduced in American Nightmare. No, Mister Scratch is introduced at the be- at the end of Alan Wake. Was he? Yes. Uh, the um, oh my god, uh, it's the guy that played Max Payne. His he's yeah, playing it was the same the- dude. No, no, but the the guy that the, the guy that does the voice for Max Payne uh, is the voice of the uh, author that Alan Wake Thomas is staying Zane. Thomas, yeah. So he and he at the end of the game says, uh, "You're going to be down here a while, and Mister Scratch is going to take your place." And when he says Mister Scratch, it's not Mister Scratch, it's Mister, and then it's a noise that sounds like scratching because you can't pronounce it. That was that's the introduction, and then when they did the spinoff, um, American Nightmare, they were originally that was the the plan was to keep that canon, and then I guess when Control came out and the Alan Wake thing, they said that was no longer canon. I guess, yeah. And then maybe they're re- reversing that decision, but yeah, no. Mister Scratch is introduced. I want to say he's even introduced earlier on because you see him in one of those televisions. Um. The Night Spring episodes, or uh, one of something, the, uh... something like that. I, I want to say you see him like at least once before in um, the original Alan Wake, but I can't guarantee that. But he is in the end. Gotcha. Okay. Right on. Well, yeah. I mean, I. I mean, I, yeah. Um, the game is great, and yeah, he's he's a big focus of. I have you haven't actually run into him yet. You more kind of see uh, the aftermath, um, and what his goal is uh but uh yeah so it's i i I don't know as a fan of american nightmare and in the first island wake like this is this has been just just a joy but these all the problems oh lord go ahead i have two questions how well i one question really but it's multiple products um how much (laughs) how much uh marketing is in this game (laughs) (laughs) so None, actually, wow. for real. Not because you know, like they. I remember they had like Duracell was the batteries that you use or whatever. Like they used, yeah, Some, yeah, that or Energize. So yeah, it was Energize. Yeah, I remember it was one of them. They were using like real stuff. Yeah, they don't have anything like that in do, this one. Do you remember the DLC for the first game? Uh, was it the Signal? The and Signal. Was there was two, weren't there? The si- yes, three? but the Signal was was Verizon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yeah, all the they, cars, yeah. and all the cars were Ford because the uh, Ford and Microsoft at the time, like they were making the like GPS systems for Ford or some shit. Dude, that was a different I, time. Do you remember the billboards so... in Rainbow Six Vegas? Like, yes, I, I love all that stuff because it's just so campy, but it's realistic. But when all the cars are Ford, come on, all the right. batteries are Energizers. Come on, man. every pack you find, yeah, dude. No, once they, you know how to actually put that out, once you know how the sausage is made, it's broken. Like when I tell you this, you'll never be able to watch a movie the same again. But did you know that Apple in movies will not allow bad bad guys to have an iPhone? <laughs> Come on. I'm not even kidding. Hey, I'm not even kidding. Holy shit. You're right. Yeah, bad guys never have oh an iPhone. Oh, my God. 
they always have like a flip phone yeah, or like a, a or a, that's crazy because apple asks you for your moral standing when you're buying a fucking device made by made by uh basically slave workers in china at with from materials mined by children oh yeah right Get the like I'm about, to, apple. I'm about to be paying attention to every movie i watched now to, to, that is wild Yep. When somebody told me that every movie I watch from here on out, I'm like, does a bad guy have an iPhone? Nope, he does not. That's crazy. Alright. Um, I, I love okay, product me... placement because it's all, it's never good. It's never good. No, it's always stupid. It's it, yeah. I don't know. I really enjoy the um, the Mountain Dew Transformer when he when the, the vending machine transforms from a Mountain Dew no. machine. That was pretty funny. Um, I, the only... <clears throat> It's it's only good when it's like dumb. I think the only time I've liked product placement like really legitimately was Pikmin. That was it. That was sometimes, the only time it was cool. Sometimes people do things for money. That's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> they, my what was it? Adidas or yeah, Reebok? He's, he's yeah, wearing the Reebok and he's got the hat on and everything. <laughs> And then Wayne picks up the Doritos bag and he's like, mmm. Make sure it's in frame. Oh, Lord. Okay, um, two more things and I'll be done. I'm, I'm sure Ryan's like, man, I want my turn. Um, Song of Nunu, A League of Legends story. Uh, I've uh, begun playing it. I'm late on the like the embargo, but I'm, I'm reviewing that. It is, like I said last week, it's definitely the best League of Legends <clears throat> spinoff game, I think, that they've put out. Um, also, the most, like, heartfelt. So, it stars Nunu and Willop, who is a, like, giant yeti creature. And Nunu is a little boy who, and they're, like, best friends. And it's wild, because you, you only, you control, um, well, you control both of them at times, but when you're running around as Nunu, Willop is, like, doing his own thing, and he like it's just, i don't know it's just so lovable like he'll he'll randomly like throw a snowball at you because they they're in the fear ward lord jesus they in the I mean, you just sound like you're making up words all together so whatever point, they're, they're all made up, <clears throat> but they're you know they're <laughs> it's yeah so they're in the snowy part of of room terra which is where league of legends that's the land that it takes place in um but they'll they'll randomly just have like a snowball fight or he'll like stop and stare something and there's even a button where you can like go up and give him a hug and like you can hold this button and give him like a long hug if you want to like it's just so cute like they really show the friendship um between these two but of course they need, you know, some some drama. So there's an ice witch named Lysandra, who is also a champion in League of Legends, um, who who they're uh, going up against. They uh they need she needs Willop for her nefarious purposes. Um and so you know, we're um you know, trying to figure or going to figure that all out, basically. Uh it's a platformer. Um it does have combat. It plays a lot like the uh the Bayonetta, the baby bayonetta game. So there are times where you'll like in that game where you would be with um not Cereza, what was it? Cheser. Cheshire was his name. Um you'll you know be controlling him or she'll be riding him. So on this like Nunu will be riding Willop sometimes or they'll be apart and fighting separately. Um the control system that they have in place here is way better than they had in um the Cereza um 
the baby Bayonetta game because like they put each of each character on one of the sticks and it was really weird. So like to to do attacks and different stuff like together, like it was you know kind of off putting. But this is this is not bad. So I'll um you know finish it up and get some you know get a review out for that. Uh, and then the last thing, or maybe that's it. Just call it. Yeah, that's it. That's what I played. I'm sure I'll piggyback off of something else that somebody else says. All right. Uh, Das Wombat. All right. So, um, I have played. Well, I mean, it's been a couple weeks, right? Um, since I've been here. So, uh, <clears throat> most. I mean, I've played a bunch of stuff. Smaller stuff, just for a little bit of time. Um, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I had been playing the first Rogue Legacy again. Uh, and I finished that, well, finished, in the sense that I beat the boss. Uh, it immediately drops you into New Game Plus after you beat the boss. So uh, I haven't haven't done really much of the, the New Game Plus. But I did beat that boss finally, which is... I had never actually finished the boss in all the times and all the hours that I had played that game before. So... Um, nice. I was glad to have get that. It was glad to get that done and over with. So I started the second one, uh, which I had played before um, on Xbox, but I'm going back through it again here on uh, uh, Steam Deck. I love those freaking games. Those are two of my favorite games. Uh, so I, I anticipate spending a, a pretty significant amount of time playing both of those two. Um. What else have I played? I tried to play. Um, uh, what was the game that I tried to play that was on Game Pass? Uh, thirsty Suitors. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> definitely not Thirsty Suitors. Um, no, it was. Um, oh, I don't remember. I didn't like it, uh, and I think <laughs> I even said. I think I even said in the Discord that I didn't like it. Um, I was trying to think what came out. Like the only thing I remember playing this week from Game Pass was did you saw it? No, that wasn't it. War Tales? Did you try War Tales? No. I um, looked at a screenshot of that and was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I did try that. Well, um, so oh, go ahead. No, go ahead and talk well, about that for a second. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did try War Tales because I reviewed it on Switch because I was like, oh, I bet it, you know, it runs better and probably performs better on Xbox. So yeah, I'll give it a try. No, no, <laughs> it's just that game. So yeah, yeah, I'm good. Well, so one game that I tried that I do remember and did like, um, while I'm trying to remember what the other one was, uh, was Like a Dragon Ishin. Oh, that game's awesome. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's it's really good. Uh, I'm just not I'm not in the mood for it at this point in time. I'm gonna have to wait until the mood strikes me uh, to play through that. But I enjoyed uh, what I played um, quite a bit. So you definitely have to I, be uh, in a mood to play a Yakuza game. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now now I remember <laughs> now I remember what the game was. The other game that I played, uh, Gotham Knights, uh, <laughs> which. <laughs> I was not a huge fan of, but um, I'm going to give it another shot, not the least of which because I bought the WB uh, Humble Bundle, um, and it's included in there. So if nothing else, maybe I'll give it a shot on Steam Deck and see if it's something I can play at a, an hour a time or something. Um, 
but I, I just I don't know I, I wasn't I wasn't really a huge fan of what I played of it. Uh, I didn't really like the combat or the controls, uh, but we'll I'll give it another shot and see if uh, if I can get myself to like it. Um, a game that I have spent a significant amount of time on and don't have to force myself to like uh, is Baldur's Gate Three. Um, since the last time we spoke, I've probably put forty hours into that game. Uh, and Jesus Christ, one? it's so good. I, you know, what's funny is I literally just got into act two. Nice. Um, the, it's, it, it, it freaks it. This game does not, um, this game is not good for my, um, obsessive need to complete things, uh, because there's a lot of shit to do and yep. there, there's a sort of point of no return. Uh, and it just terrifies me every time I think about, like, I can't, I can't do anything. I get paralyzed with fear, uh, when I think about (laughs) progressing the story because I'm afraid I'm going to miss something. Uh, and there's, you know, there's all the companion quests and all the companion quests have different, um, things that you have to do and you can miss doing some of them depending on whether or not you either make a choice wrong or roll the dice wrong or, um, uh leave an area too soon um yep. there's a uh, there's a pretty cool quest that a battle that by the way and I'm not ashamed to say this I had to drop the difficulty to get past um because it was just I spent 3 hours knocking my head against the wall trying to get past this battle and finally I just like you know what I'm just going to drop the difficulty and I made it Which past first try uh I don't know that I can say without it being a spoiler Oh, well, I mean, I, I think, well, I, mm, okay, okay. All um, right. I think but, I can guess. Uh, I'll, t- I think I'll I can tell guess. you offline. Okay, that's fine. Um, but, uh, the, but it was hard as shit, and I finally dropped it down to easy and was able to get past it the first time. Um, but yeah, I mean, this game is just amazing. The, the, mm-hmm. um, all the party members are tremendous. Um, although, you know, what's funny is the party member that I don't really care about so far is the one that everybody seemed to be obsessed over. And that's Asterian. Like, I don't really care I, that much about him. I'm the same way. Like I, yep. I, uh, yeah. Jay Rock barely, for his clothes. Yeah. Jay Rock, dude. <laughs> I've barely, I've barely used him. Um, he is, um, uh, I, his story isn't all that interesting to me, although it, I'm trying to advance all the character stories where I can, so uh, I'll do some more of it, I'm sure, but um, he just seems uh, a much much weaker than the rest of the cast to me. Um, um, I'm going to say something, and it'll probably piss off a few people, but Asterion seems like every character that girls on Tumblr fall for off <laughs> of British television shows. Yeah, he's like a you know, he's a, he's a, uh, he's Doctor Who. He's an, he's an elf vampire. Like, yeah, that's really all yeah. you have to say. Oh, uh, he's, he's a time lord. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's really smart Sherlock Holmes. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah he's another yeah. one of those. But, uh, but I, I enjoy, you know, everybody else, the, you know, Carlac, Shadowheart, Gale. Um, I think in terms of companion quests, um, it's tough because like Gales is really good, uh, but 
Um, Lazelle's is good too. Um, so I don't know. I, I I have to wait until the end to decide which one I like the best. But um, my character is a um, is it oath of devotion? Is that the one where you've you've basically committed an oath to protect um, people from like do heroic things and protect people from monsters and stuff? Uh, that's the kind of paladin I am, which. Opens up some uh, some fun dialogue options, um, but also, I mean, really prevents you from uh, from doing some things, even if you're purposely lying. Um, so, like, there's a there's a point, uh, and again, I won't spoil anything, but there's a point where you could um, you can say one dialogue option to a specific character. And it'll force them to walk out of an area. And then as they're walking out of the area, you can destroy the bridge that they're walking over so that they fall to their death and you prevent a, a decently hard fight. Um, and it's a it's an evil thing to say. Um, and my, I had planned to just say it, to lie. Let them walk across the bridge, blow the bridge up and be done. And as soon as I said it, like half my party disapproved of me and the the ghost that shows up, like the paladin ghost that shows up when you break your oath as a paladin was like, well, you broke your oath, so I'll see you later tonight. And I'm like, Shit, man, all I was doing was lying. I wasn't actually going to be evil. Um, but anyway, the, the game is um, amazing. It, it's now at the top of my game of the year list. Uh, after the the time that I've spent in it over the last week week and a half, and it's uh, uh, it's basically a perfect game for me. It's got some um, some good fan service for the first two Baldur's Gate games as well, which is nice. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 loving it. I've even though I played the first two Divinity games, I uh, or Divinity Original Sin specifically, I forget how balls to the wall hard larian can be um they do not fuck around like they they do not they do not hesitate to put you in a situation where it's like okay you got to be smart here or you're gonna just die immediately um and it's uh uh this is the game that uh save scumming was meant for um i saving all the time i just i save between dialogue options i save before i walk in a room i save before i do anything because it's there's so many things in this game that can go awry depending on dice rolls or dialogue choices so um but yeah i I love the game and i intend to keep playing it and i gotta say i am super impressed at how well it holds up on steam deck um I've, i've played it mostly docked um, to either a monitor or my television. Now, granted, I can't run it at the highest, you know, graphic settings. Um, but when I'm playing it docked to my monitor, I'm playing it at 1440 by 900. Um, I'm playing it with a frame rate cap of 30. Um, and I've got... They just added FSR 2.2, which helps a lot, helps boost the frames, and it's not muddy like the uh, the other F- S- uh, FSR is. Um, 
and then I've got most of the rest of the stuff on medium. Um, and it runs perfect. Uh, again, it runs perfect for me. <laughs> uh, some people, uh, may, may not like it, but, uh, it runs perfect for me. And I, I've even, I've got the texture quality at ultra and it still runs wow. fine. Um, now I don't have AA on, um, which I'm sure would bother a lot of people. Um, it doesn't super bother me, but, um, that's one area where I had to sacrifice to keep everything else at medium and uh, texture quality at ultra. Uh, but it, it, you know, for running on a portable handheld device that I, you know, was as cheap as the steam deck was, it's impressive as hell. Um, in handheld mode, it also runs really well and it actually looks better because the, the resolution gets um, downscaled since it's only 800 P. Um, but the um it a burns through the battery um if you if you're not playing it docked uh i mean i can get maybe an hour and a half uh out of it before it's just toast and the other thing is if you're running it if you're running it docked it does start to get a little hot if you're running it undocked with the screen on as well it definitely gets hot so um you can't that's even if the battery life lasted longer than an hour, hour and a half, you wouldn't want to play it longer than that. Cause it gets, it gets pretty warm. Um, but it, it, you know, for a, a handheld system to be able to run a game like this is impressive as hell. And I, I keep thinking as I'm playing the game that eventually I'll, um, probably pick it up on PS five as well. If it drops in price, um, and uh, since this, they, you can carry saves over. Um, and uh, if nothing else, maybe I'll maybe I'll play it on uh, console uh, for my my second playthrough because I'm I'm already thinking about what I would do in a second playthrough with an evil character. So uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. And we finally get a good video game representation of the Underdark. Although I guess the one in Neverwinter was pretty good. Uh, it was, yeah. But uh, it's uh, it's cool to get to see. The Underdark, um, and uh, experience all the different things down there. But anyway, that's um, that's really it for me. I I just I hate that Drift is a random encounter. That sucks. Like yeah, I don't, know, I, I, assume... I don't even know. I I I was confident he would be in the game because he was in the first two. Um, mm-hmm. But I I haven't looked up anything about how to try to find him or what act he appears in or anything like that. I figured. For this first playthrough, if I happen to run into him, I'll run into him. Um, but yeah, I, did, I was not aware that he's a random encounter. That that does kind of suck, but um, you know, it, it just gives you another reason to play through the game again. Well, that's yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I've taken it as because you know that, that's the homie. Like I, I, I want to run into him, so yeah, yeah, I got reasons to play. But yeah, that's. Um, Oh, so if I can if I can say a um a couple uh negatives, I do wish that there's there was a um I wish the game was more specific about what quests you might not be able to complete if you pass the point of no return. Yeah, cuz it's not uh yeah, it's not real. It's not it's not real clear. Um and then um what was the other thing that I was going to say? Uh, 
There's also something else about, oh, well, must not have been that important. I'll come back to it if I think of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, having a, I'm having a tough day. I was going to say, you seem a <laughs> can't, little... Can't seem remember a names of games. <laughs> yeah, can't remember nothing. I, I did, I will say, so for future stuff, and I, I'll put this out there just in case anybody else is interested. Um, there, There is a Steam sale ongoing right now until November 9th on um, the Mass Effect games. So you can get the um, the remastered trilogy. I can't remember what it's called. Um, like, I can't remember what that specific package is uh, called. Legendary Edition, yeah. I think. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yep, that's, I think, $9.80 for all oh, three wow. games. And uh, Andromeda is five ninety nine or something like that, five eighty nine maybe. Um, so you can get all three regular Mass Effect games and Andromeda for fifteen bucks. So um, that's a deal. Yeah, if uh, if anybody is interested, that runs through November 9th. So check it out. I, I just got to say that I find the Wombat heel turn to PC Master Race super funny. Well, you know what's funny is it's it's you you'd you say that, but then I end up having to play everything like on downgraded graphics at 800p, so the PC guys wouldn't accept me anyway. That's true. So you're kind of in that middle that middle ground. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 Hated by console gamers, hated by PC master rings. I mean, the PC yeah. guys hate themselves. So that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and console guys um, just hate the other boxes. So whatever. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Right. Yep. But uh yeah, I I mean I can't I can't say enough good things about the Steam Deck. Um that thing has been incredible. And the fact that it gives me an opportunity to not only play games on Steam, which is not really an option that I had before, um, but play a whole bunch of games that I've been thinking about going back to anyway, uh on the go is uh a big win. So that thing's awesome. It's an awesome little machine. Cool. Well, I will try to go. I, yeah, I will try to go through this stuff as quick as I can. Um, there's, I touched a lot of little things this week. I forgot, go ahead, clip I that. I forgot a couple games. Yeah. I'm, oh man, yeah, we clipping that. Yeah, I forgot. I, I did that uh, just so you could clip it. There you go. There's mine. Thank you. Um, thank you. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna hit the couple that you forgot. So. I think you will. Yeah. So i Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I did. I got a copy of Little Goody Two Shoes, but I haven't really played it much. I played for like forty-five minutes, and it's one of those. I bitched about the save file thing, but the other thing I hate in video games: when I first boot you up, shut the fuck up. Like, oh man, let yes. me play the video game. Like, there's like twenty minutes of dialogue for Little Goody Two Shoes at the beginning, and I'm like, dude, come on, just Wario, where has the exact same problem. Yeah, like, dude, I don't, really? I don't need this so, conversation. So with WarioWare, it's kind of like, there's there's the intro, and it's like, whatever, fine, okay, we're establishing why there's a new thing happening, like, why we're using the Wii Remote, or not the Wii Remotes, see, uh, the uh, Joy-Cons the way we are and stuff, but every position has... Like a little bit of lore, but it's like so fucking slow. It's so the first time you you like playing the mini games, it stops everything to like show you the position oh, and then kind of tell you a joke. And there's only been one that I was like, I can't believe they just they just did that. Like I was <laughs> laughing at the, but like yeah, every fu- stop. I'm like, I just show me a picture. I got it, man. Yeah, 
It's yep. it is it is annoying how I much games too. just dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. And dialogue. now that I think about it, so it's same with um, uh, World of Horror. You'll go through it, and every time you start it up, it'll play the intro sequence, and it's always the same. And you're just like, "Why is it doing this?" And then on the main menu, if you go into options, you can turn it off. And I was like, "Oh, thank God!" But yeah, like I don't know, just I'm, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Speed not a long time. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm gonna play this. You know, I'm gonna give this you know 45 minutes to an hour to check it out. And I don't actually play the game because you won't shut the fuck up. Yep. I hate that. God. So, um, a game that did not have anything to say. Uh, I can talk about, I guess, the embargo drops tomorrow. I played that new Yu Suzuki game, Air Twister. Which is essentially like a Panzer Dragoon. Does it feel like a Yu Suzuki game from 2022 or whatever when it came out? 2022. No, it feels like a mobile game. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it was a mobile game. It was a mobile game. That's the reason why yeah. I was asking if it felt oh. like... Because you know how Shenmue came out? Ugh. Shenmue 3, specifically. I'm not even shitting on Shenmue. Shenmue 3, fans of Shenmue didn't deserve Shenmue 3. Yeah, Shenmue 3 is is not good. Bad. Um, but Air Twister is essentially like a mobile Panzer Dragoon. You've got the same mechanics where you basically have two buttons, because they have to keep it simple. One of them shoots, the other one, like, if you hold it down, it locks on, and you can release it to do fire. Um, I don't know how many stages there are, but it is essentially a roguelike where you play until you die, and then you collect the coins and currency, and you go level up, and you unlock different hairstyles for your character, because that's, of course, a thing. Um, and then you can you can unlock, like, a skill tree, which after one run, I unlocked, like, 20 spots on the skill tree. I was like, if your skill tree is this simple to unlock, it's probably not that good. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, it's fine. I don't, like, the thing that stuck out to me the most about this game is that I'm not even kidding. The intro and the music in the game is straight up fucking Japanese queen. <laughs> like... Nice. Whoever this band is or whoever is doing the music in this game is like, you know what we need? We need some anime style sounds with some queen melodies and like that's that's what this is. I like, guess some wild shit. I kind of love it and I'm kind of like weirded out by it. So I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I did play Jusant. I don't think it's for me. This is that climbing game from Don't Nod. Um, is, it, is it mostly story? No, it's mostly climbing. Like, it is literally mostly climbing. Um, But it is done, like, you think, like, how do you make a climbing game interesting? Well, it is that, what game did this? Where the left and the right trigger are your hands? I mean, like a lot of games that have done that. A lot of VR games do that. Yeah, it's essentially that. I was thinking, uh... I was thinking robotic alchemic drive, which was the legs are L two R two, and then the analog oh. sticks were the the arms. Um, that was that, so was that sounds like that sounds like too much. That sounds like not a good. No, it that gets sounds... even better. Uh, you would have to control a character and then stop them, and then they would use their controller to control the giant robot. Oh my god! Yeah. It's made by the same people that did uh, Earth Defense Force, yeah, so rad. like a janky, ah. janky mess, but also kind of ingenious and unique. Yeah, 
But Jusan is is that where you're using the left and the right triggers to be your hands, and then you kind of move the direction. There's also a stamina meter, so you have to manage that. Um, you can rest to restore your stamina as long as you put like a peg in the wall as you're climbing up. Are we thinking? Are we thinking Death Stranding? Because didn't that have the balance system that you had to like hold on with the left and right? Like the L2 and R2s were the rebalancing? No, there's there's literally some climbing. Like, I almost want to say it was Tomb Raider, but I don't think it was Tomb Raider. There was something where no. you had to pull the left and the right trigger to climb up walls. And I don't remember what it was. Like, it wasn't just like a VR game or something. It was like an actual game game, and I don't remember what it was. But it's essentially that. Um, that seems to be a lot of what I will say it runs really well. It looks really cool. Um, there is some story there, but I, it's like very minimal. So that's a good thing. Like this game shut the fuck up right away and I was climbing a wall, which was cool. So it's, it's kind of neat. If you got game pass, I think check it out. Like it's not, it's probably not going to blow you away, but it might be something interesting. Uh, Talos principle two. I played through the first couple worlds of that. That's more Talos Principle. That's <clears throat> fun. No, it's, I, I, I love those fucking games. Like the whole... It's beautiful too. Like, the domineering wow. voiceover that is like walking you through it and like the puzzles will really make your brain hurt. Like it's... Mm-hmm. It's so weird to think that this is the same people that make fucking Serious Sam yeah. too. Yeah, Crow Team. Yeah, it's, it's is weird. Is it really? Yes, yeah, it Crow is. Team made this, yeah. Wow, I I didn't know that. Not, okay. Well, they definitely made the first one. I, I'm assuming they made the second. Yeah, they made the second. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good. It's really good. It's like there's so many portal esque puzzle games out there, but none of them have been as good as the Talos Principle. Like these games are great. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like there's like I want to say there's like three sort of series. There's Portal, obviously, mm-hmm. and then there's Talos Principle. Yep, and then there's Cube. I played a little Q-U-B-E. bit of Cube. I didn't. I didn't care for it's, it. It's 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 not a, the second one was better because it didn't it didn't just rip off Portal's aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still don't know that I love it. No, it's not. And I it wasn't my Cube is not my favorite game, but it, I will give them credit. It was pretty good. Um, for one of those, I guess. I guess the Talos Principle was released on like Androids as a different, na- like as a di- uh, like with a different name. That's I guess. Yeah, uh, Sigils of Elohim. That's the dude's name, so it makes right. sense. Right, so... which is Hebrew for God. That's the other thing. Oh, I didn't expect... sorry, I I, I looked it up. That was a free mini game prelude to. Oh. Uh, Talos Principle. It's free to play on PC, even. I mean, so, yeah, I guess you, it's a. If you enjoy cerebral puzzle games, you should. You need to play the Talos Principle games. I guess The Witness also Definitely. goes in that that list. Although I didn't like The Witness. <laughs> I call The Witness the pretentious. That's what I think that game is. Uh, the, the I want to say there's a parody called The Looker. Yeah, like The Witness is one of those games that like. You don't feel smart when you finish something. You feel like the game is just laughing at you because you couldn't figure it out. Like, you really didn't see the perspective thing of this wall and this shape. Or this, you're fucking dumb. Maybe it's Jesus. just the creator that does that, but, like, that game is just, I don't know. 
Uh, the other game you probably forgot to talk about was that old Call of Duty. That Call of Duty. That, yep. Oh, that was. I, for, that was I forgot it. that came out. Well, it's just the campaign right now. Like that's the pre-order yeah. bonus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which. But okay, so I don't know how you feel about Call of Duty. Um, at least this one. So like, I saw IGN gave it like a four. Yeah. And I, okay. Yeah. I just I'm not gonna lie. It's not great. First of all, like they said, it's really short, and it. And I know y'all don't play Warzone, but it feels like a D. Like certain missions feel like DMC the, the open missions of Warzone. The open yeah, missions the open feel mission. like yeah. uh, bot bot levels. Yeah, and that's what Warzone is. That's what DMZ is in Warzone. You drop in with your friends and you verse other bots and there's some people in there too and then you have to extract with stuff. Like it's, it's so y'all just cut a section and <laughs> this is the other thing, the map that those missions are in, it's just the Warzone map. Like well, that's it. Let let's let's be fair. If you remember and I think a lot of people forgot this before it came out, this wasn't supposed to be a mainline Call of Duty. I do remember that. This yes, was supposed I to be DLC that. for Modern Warfare 2. And it feels like that too, yeah. Yeah, can we also talk about how the menu system in this game is fucking terrible? Well. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, when I no, when I downloaded ahead. this motherfucker at 225 gigabytes, by the way. Yeah. It downloaded a whole bunch of Modern Warfare 2 shit. It downloaded like 40 add-ons and then I get into the menu and it loads up like this battle pass that drops like 50 items um, before I can even get to the menu. And then I get to the menu and it's like, okay, now you have to wait to update even though it was brand new and I already had to update. Yep. So then I load into the menu and I got to scroll all over the place to find the campaign. I finally found it. I go into the campaign. The campaign's got to update. Whichever yep. time Call of Duty updates, it's got to reset the game. Just FYI. Yep. And then I get into the campaign menu and I finally start playing. And I leave and I come back and the fucking battle pass pops up again. And shows me the, all the items that I can earn. And my daily login bonus. And I, I just, dude, you're doing too much. You're doing way too much because all I want to do is play my four to five hour call. Like, why is everybody complaining because it's four to five hours? Call of Duty campaigns are always four to five hours. Yeah, I don't understand why they're complaining about the the length because I don't necessarily care that it's short. Matter of fact, I appreciate that it's short because I personally only play those games for the multiplayer for real. Um, which it's funny to hear you talk about the the menu and the UI and stuff because if you played the multiplayer, you would know that we've been complaining about that, or they have. I haven't because I don't really, really care, but that's been a big, a big, um, a big issue because what they're doing is they're trying to make it into a launcher system. So that's why when you installed Modern Warfare Three, it installed all the Modern Warfare Two shit because right now Modern Warfare Two is the driving like like um launcher behind it and then warzone and um modern warfare 3 now slots into that so the thought process is that when it actually officially comes out that they're going to um make it so that uh modern warfare 3 will be what it launches into and you won't get all the shit from uh 
for Modern Warfare 2 like you had to do. But you still so, have to download Modern Warfare. But you still got to download all that. Yep. Which, by the way, yep. ain't no hard drive on the planet going to hold all these Call of Duties. No. Like, they're going to have to start selling this shit with SD cards. Like, this is it's fucking ridiculous. Like, in, and then, you like, you can't tell it to not uninstall that stuff. Like, you know, like, well, you can, like, on the Microsoft thing, on the Xbox when you're installing it. But when you load into the game, it actually needs some of those files to do certain stuff. Like, there's stuff that's called, like, a content pack that you might actually need to play multiplayer. So you have to have that plus the multiplayer install. Like, their whole thing is just fucked up. Like, I need Microsoft to streamline all of that. Well, this is Microsoft's dirt. fault. I don't know if you know that, but on Twitter, the Call of Duty is bad now because Microsoft bought them. Oh, I did read that. And, yeah. and they, yeah. they, they built this game in two weeks. I don't know if you knew that because everybody online knows how the game dev works. But yes, Microsoft needs to figure this shit out. Like, let Call of Duty cook. Like, let this one just sit there for a year. Yep. Like yep. we don't we don't need another one next year because this is just a this is just a mess. Like when I'm playing it, I'm having a good time. Like some of those missions were pretty fun. Yeah, like that that second mission when you go out into the the um the shipping yard and you're mm-hmm. literally just like yeah. running around everywhere. I was like, dude, I don't have to do anything. Like I can just run That's to the point. That's all I did. Yep, that's all I did. I just ran. Like, I ran through. I was like, oh, there's some rocket launchers. I'm going to grab these. Okay, I'm going to blow up this this helicopter with this. Oh, we're going to run away because these guys are chasing me. Not even going to fight them. Like, you don't even have to fight anybody. I just ran from each point and blew up the objective, and then it progressed. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, what the heck? And then you get the... (laughs) What kills me the most is, like, then you get these cutscenes, and you're like, this fucking cutscene is badass. Yep. Like, when they're standing on the plane and launching the fucking thing out, like, Ghost is standing there talking to Price, and, like, all that stuff. I was like, this is good shit. And then you get in the game, it's like, oh, I'm playing a bot match. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. I feel you. Like, I I, I definitely don't think it's a four. Like, I'm, I'm no. actually going to that review today. No. I, I'm not going to give it a four. It, it's not a four. It It looks great. I mean, it's short, the open world mission. I mean, they pulled from what they had. But if you look at it and it was supposed to be DLC and stuff, all of this stuff kind of makes sense. But I, I think the bigger thing is is that y'all selling it for $70. Like, If I would have reviewed just the campaign, I'm not all the way through it yet, but like, it feels like a six. That's where I'm at. I'm just, I think I'm almost done. Um, I'm probably further you. I'm almost done. But yeah, I'm, that's where I was leaning. It's about a six. Like, a four is just... IGN got to ask the grind or something dude, like four, damn. Four is what they gave Gollum, and they gave Quantum Error a five, which I'm gonna tell you. This I've is, been hold on. What? Question: This was this is Call of Duty, right? Yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, I see, I already I already knew. Like, even though I wasn't here for the beginning of the conversation. Yes. I, so so please please enlighten me because I, I I I'm sorry. I know I have having you repeat yourself, but like that is DLC for two? was supposed to be. Was supposed to be. You have to access it through two still. No, it just downloads no. part of two's DLC. In so like when you buy uh, Modern Warfare three, it downloads a whole bunch of shit, and part of it is Modern Warfare two stuff. Yeah, because Modern okay. Warfare two is the like what the launcher is built on. Okay, so now it makes more sense yeah. than what people have been saying. I suppose. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, to to know IGN gave it a four, but they gave Quantum Error a five, and I'm like, motherfucker, you would That's have to wild. stretch, you would have to stretch me like ten miles down the road 
You give Quantum Air anything I'm gonna, bigger I'm going to ask you to clip that. Go ahead. Let's go. <laughs> Lots of clips in this episode. <laughs> I'm giving you all the juice. All the juice. All of it. But yeah, Quantum Air is... Like, I've been trying to play through that. Like, I'm not, not going to review that game. But every time I sit down to play it, it hurts. It's so oh, bad. Man. It's yeah. so bad. And to call this worse than Quantum Air, I don't know what the fuck you're smoking. I really don't. I'm sorry. I mean, it's not the same reviewer, but at the same time, like, how... Even when I played Call of Duty, the uh, Modern Warfare remake there, like, I had issues with the campaign, but, like, it was still good. That's my thing, is, like, I'm still having fun with this, even though it's not the best like, campaign. Playing playing Call of Duty feels good. It's kind of like how I understand why people like Destiny Oh, it feels for the great. Gameplay, yeah. Because Destiny feels amazing. But as soon as you actually put that into any sort of situation, I'm always like, no, nah, I'm gonna fucking not gonna yeah. play Destiny. But it still feels good to play. Like I didn't I don't play Call of Duty online, but it was still fucking a great feeling game to play online and get killed in. Hundred percent. Like Call of Duty feels great to play. I think it probably comes down to and there's different schools of thought on whether this is something that should be under consideration for a review or not. It probably comes down to expectations, right? The And whether or not it's fair during a review to, to take into account the expectations that the buyer might have or the player might have before they start playing it. Because... I don't think there's any doubt that people's expectations for a new Modern Warfare campaign are going to be higher than Quantum Error. Um, But at the same time, like, I don't know, I I feel like I can be of two minds on it, but I I feel like it's hard for me to say if they're charging $60 for Quantum Error that you shouldn't be grading it on the same scale that you're grading Call of Duty on. Yeah, the price is di- or the vice price versa. Is, yeah, is really no different. Like, if Quantum right. Error was twenty dollars, I'd have a lot more leeway for it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I know P- price is a price is something that I know we at least consider in our reviews. Not everybody does, but we do. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, but you know, expectations are another piece where it's always um, there. There's always sort of a um, I think a. a what do you want to call it? Like a, um, like it's it's easy to lean into. Yeah, it's not that great, but quite honestly, I didn't have that high of expectations of it going in. Versus a game that you're super hyped about, and then you fire it up, and it's boring. Sure. Um, so I, I'm sure that's I'm sure that, like Anthony said, it's different reviewers anyway. But I'm sure what? some of it too is the the. There never would be the same expectations for Quantum Error as there would be for a new Modern Warfare. To me, though, this is like... I understand what you're saying. Like, that people expect more from Call of Duty. But, like... (laughs) It's kind of like walking into the bathroom and sitting down and finding the toilet seat is warm and being grossed out. Or walking into the stall and seeing that someone has shit all over everything. (laughs) There's a bit of... There's a big big fucking difference <laughs> like i mean that's fair and and, and on that note um <laughs> I, right? I think i'm priced out of the conversation 
was just gonna say, like, I, I, it frustrates me when reviewers don't take into account the cost because you are conveying to people who have to pay for it. Exactly. Like, I think I get that I you if... got the code for free and you didn't have to pay for it, but you have to take into consideration that seventy dollars, sixty dollars in this, especially in this economy, is a fucking right. lot of money. Eighty dollars um, if you're up there with Anthony, yeah. like you know, eighty, ninety, yeah. like yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, the most expensive game I've bought that is like brand new, not special edition, is Tears of the Kingdom. Like, man. It, it is worth every penny, but now anything that is that price is going to inevitably be like, is it worth Tears of the Kingdom yep, money? Exactly. And that's and that's kind of like when I talk about WarioWare, which I do like, and Mario Wonder, which I do like, I'm comparing it directly to games that are the same price. Like yeah. both WarioWares sold for five dollars less than what Nintendo usually sells their games for you're getting more out of the previous game. Mario Wonder costs the same amount as Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury plus, you know, Mario Odyssey. And those games will go on sale too. So it's like hard for me to be like, yeah, go rush out and buy it. Yeah. No, I get it. And so you're on a console where, you know, Spider-Man has just come out. Are you really suggesting that like, you know, not that they gave Quantum Error a great score, but like, are you really suggesting that Quantum Error is is worth someone's time, even in even if you think five is middle ground, which nobody 10, does. you're saying no, but <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, and then saying like, well, Ma, uh, the new Call of Duty isn't worth it. It's like, I suppose if you're not a Call of Duty fan, but like, I feel like that's not the audience that's going to be buying this. No. No, not at all. You're gonna buy it anyways, probably, because like at the end of the day, multiplayer is the thing that brings people. They tried to get rid of single yeah. player though, and it backfired. So I'll give them credit; they at least do single player campaigns still. But right, right, yeah, yeah I'm only in it for multiplayer. Like that's what I'm not only, but I'm that's what I'm looking forward to. Like the campaign oh, see, was always I'm, just something. Extra. I'm always the other way around, where I'm like, we fucking blow up shit. Yeah, so I, want the, like, I want the I want the campaigns. Time. I want the campaigns, and I'll be honest with you, I would not pay the seventy dollars for this campaign. No fucking way. No, but I'm still no. having fun with it. Like it's not horrible. Yeah. I just wouldn't pay yeah, seventy dollars at all. If I force you to spend seventy dollars on this or Quantum Air, oh, I would buy this in a heartbeat over oh, Quantum Air. <laughs> like if you if you had a gun I, to my head and I third, had to spend the sixty I, seventy dollars, yeah. What if, I, what if I add in a third option and that is Spider Man Two? <laughs> Well, I mean, then I go to Spider-Man 2. Right, exactly. And that's the problem with all of this. It's like, just at the end of the day, say, guys, it's not worth it in comparison to blank. Yep, 100%. All right. Um, nothing. I played, like, I just got a code for Rollercoaster Tycoon on Friday. I haven't played a ton of it. Um, Is it a new game or a remaster? Uh, I think it's a remaster of the first game. I think is what it is. It's just called Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures Deluxe, and I think it's a remaster of the first game. Uh, the indie stuff didn't stick out to me this week, although there is a Metroidvania where you play as Ebenezer Scrooge, which is kind of funny. Yeah, can you explain yeah. that to me? Because you yes. wrote, wrote that, and I yes. was just like, I don't, it's I don't called, know if I want to know more, but go ahead. It's literally called Ebenezer in the Invisible World. It has 
like a cartoon art style and you are basically playing as Ebenezer Scrooge who's been reformed and like all the people in the town are talking nice about you and you beat up people with your cane. Dude, that's awesome. Say, I gotta say the art artwork in this game is really nice. Yeah, and it looks good in motion too. It doesn't look like super animated, but it looks good enough. Um, A game that I have not talked about. I played that Curi- uh, last case of Mr. Fox or Ben Dick Fox or whatever. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Or that Metroidvania wasn't on a fan. Yeah, I don't know if I like this yet because I only played through like the tutorial. Like I just played a little bit, but like the idea of a Metroidvania as Ebenezer Scrooge during Christmas is there's something kind of appealing about that. I don't know what it is. Uh, and I'm also playing Teardown, but I can't talk about it yet, even though it's out on PC. The console versions. Are, are coming in like two weeks, I think. So I'll be able to talk about that soon. But yeah, I'm going to skip over everything else because we're already super deep. Uh, and the Mario Kart final DLC comes out this week, so I'm super stoked. Finally. Yeah. But let's, speaking of what's out this week, again, we're in the thick of it. Lots of stuff out this week. Series X, PlayStation 5, uh, Football Manager 2024, uh, The Invincible, which I'm hearing a lot of good things about. Um, Let's Sing 2024, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, RoboQuest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I forgot to talk about um, Shrek Kart Racer. Oh, Shrek Racing, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. It's, it, it's just one of those. Like, there's literally okay. nothing special about it, other than you <laughs> have to listen. Better or worse than Nick? Uh, well, it's not as good as Nick kart racing no yeah that's what i thought yeah and you have to hear like the same three lines over and over again because they only recorded like three voice lines for each character um and the shrek impersonator is not very good donkey (laughs) just constantly he doesn't say donkey he doesn't unfortunately donkey donkeys is just i'm making waffles and you're just like fucking christ this is bad it's not it's it's one of those games it's like it's not offensive but you wouldn't pick it over any of the other car racing games how much is it the oh is it 30 or 40 if it's 30 that ain't bad uh no it's 40 Sorry. Yeah, fuck them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only <laughs> the only kart racing game that I think it's better than is Smurfs Kart Racing, which not is not a high a bar. bar. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, but yeah. Also, uh, RoboQuest. I- I've had this game, I think, on my Steam wish list yeah. for a while. This is one a, uh, I think is what this is, right? Yeah, FPS Rogue Light, but okay. it's um, it, I don't know. It's got like a Borderlands vibe looks to me without the constant humor do they have co-op yeah there's co-op i fuck if i know man i doubt it's game pass but i know it is i'm I'm looking it up i'm looking it up uh spell force go ahead i'm just gonna continue going on so if you got something to say no yeah please continue you're good sorry uh spell force conquest of eo stranded alien dawn robots and guardians uh stray i'm assuming that's a physical version uh, Ten Ten Reporter, Cigars of the Pharaoh. Okay. What? Wow. Um, okay. Excessive Trim. That sounds it, dirty. It's uh, it's on Game Pass <laughs> in game preview right now, so it, I oh, don't okay. know if that will stay in Game Pass. But uh, yeah, I'll be giving that a shot. Uh, Lost Islands, Bem Fato, Berserk Recharged, Double Dragon Advance. 
Dungeons 4, Grace of Latoil, Iconai Island and Earthlock Adventure. Is that part of the Earthlock series? I like those. I like that game. I think it is. Uh, like a Dragon Gaiden, The Man Who Erased His Name. That's out this week. Damn, that is this week. Also, yes, it is part of the... Uh, there is three Earthlock games. Earthlock, Earthlock 2, and Iconai Island. God, I only played the first one. I didn't even realize there was a second one. Shit. It oh. says it came out last year, but I, I assume... Because like, Iconai is in early access when I find the page on Steam. So I'm assuming the other one's probably early access as well. Damn, I like that first game. That first game was cool. Uh, Super Double Dragon. It was... What's that? I said it was good. The first one was good. Yeah, I like that first game. The first one, so the first one probably was added in 2022 to Steam, but it is saying the release date is 2024, so you have time, Ken. Okay. Uh, and it looks really, it looks like it's a big up, upgrade in terms of graphics, too. I love the way the first one looked. So, uh, Tales of Arise, Beyond the Dawn, While the Iron's Hot, Wild Shade Unicorn Champions. Uh, Air Twister, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, and Disney Dreamlight Valley Cozy Edition. <laughs> Not the free one. I was going to say cozy, cozy, as in we have we have wrapped ourselves in the dollars you have given us because the game's not free exactly. anymore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, telling you, when that, when that um, multiverses comes back, if it comes back, it ain't going to be free either. Um... PlayStation 5 is mostly the same. We do have Happy Funland Souvenir Edition, Kill It With Fire VR, The Forest Cathedral, um, Gunhead. What else we got on here? Uh, Mayhem Brawler, and Quantum Air. For those who didn't pre-order Early Access. Oh, I thought it was... Out. That was an early access. That deal? was early access for October thirty first. The final game comes out. Oh, these dudes okay. are wild. They doing the most. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So Gunhead. Oh, this is another Ken favorite. Gunhead is a fast paced strategic rogue light <sighs> FPS where you take the role of a pirate mech with a gun for a head, looting <sighs> derelict spaceships filled with monstrous drones made out of bones and steel. It's uh, apparently a sequel to the 2D roguelite Cryptarch. I Can don't I... know Cryptarch. It, I'm going to tell you right now, visually, it reminds me of... of t- it looks like you took Borderlands, like art, like art style, and f- pushed it into Doom 2016. I'm going to create a new hashtag. Is this stop, Please stop with <laughs> the roguelites. Stop! Alright, uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One looks like it's all the same. Uh, there is Burning Secrets, a bar of visual novel. Uh, Xbox, probably all the same shit too. Yeah, 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 all the same shit. So let's get on over to the Switch. Although last week we didn't get anything fun. It made me sad. Alright, Nintendo Switch. That's all the same. Game Advent Calendar, 25 days, 25 surprises. I bet the surprises are walking into that same stall I mentioned earlier and finding shit everywhere. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, Salt and Sacrifice making its way to Switch. Risk of Rain 2 and Risk of Rain Returns. Nine Years of Shadows. Catan is coming to Switch. Dragon Wings. Arrow Gods Olympus. Flooded. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave 6. 
Sanabi, um, Versh Evermore, <laughs> Error Salvation. Sure, why not? You just right, said blah, right. blah, blah. Yeah. Right. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I, I just Bob the Elementalist. That's that's one. Weird follow-up to Bob the Builder. Yeah. Uh, Claire Extended Cut, Poly Turbo Drift Racing Simulator, Sakura Alien 2, uh, Slaughter the Lost Outpost, The Trotties Adventure, and Village Tycoon Farm, Simi- Farm City Simulator. There's your games for the week. News. News, news, news. Final wave of Mario Kart DLC drops November 9th. Uh, Twitch on the Nintendo Switch will be shut down January 31st, 2024. What the heck? Yep. I didn't even know they had Twitch on Switch. I I didn't either. Didn't either. either. Uh, New new NSO. Which tells you why it's getting shut down. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) New NSO games. Boy, they're really digging way back here. We got Devil World. Mysterious Murasame Castle and Castlevania Legends. I'm actually excited for the first two. Castlevania Legends is the Game Boy game, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the Murasame Castle, I believe, is like a pre-Zelda Zelda-like game. I want to say. Aren't like two of these games Japan only? Like yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, Devil World is Japan or only too, but like you, the, I don't think there's anything that's Japanese in it. I think it's all English. It's like a black box sort of game. Hmm. Very simple, very like uh, arcadey. Um, but yeah, I never got a translation. I think that's because of Nintendo like not wanting to have devils and and crosses and stuff. Boy, what is what are people on the internet going to do once Nintendo does announce a new console? But because we have a new patent filing for Nintendo for a dual screen console that can be split into two parts. Oh gosh! Oh so, yeah. PlayStation Plus Essential Games for November 2023. We got Mafia 2 Definitive Edition, Dragon Ball The Breakers, and Aliens Fireteam Elite. That's a lot of shit. Also, we don't have to do games with gold anymore. Yeah, that was a lot of shit. It's dead. It's dead. Uh, Gran Turismo 7 Spec 2 update includes four-player split-screen, seven new cars, 50 new challenges, and more. Uh, Bungie is in the news, laying off 8% of its workforce, around 100 people. Uh, Sales running 45% below projections for this year. The layoffs are part of a bigger revamp at PlayStation. Uh, studio would be in danger without the Sony buyout. There are no plans for a Destiny 3, and it seems like the final shape being a make-or-break point for Destiny. So it looks like Destiny might Isn't also... consolidation fun, everybody? Oh, well, speaking of that, Sony Inter- Interactive Entertainment has also acquired iSize, which is a UK-based company specializing in deep learning for video delivery. <clears throat> okay. And then The Last of Us Season 2 is expected to start production in early 2024. Uh, grounded. I'm just going to say something that's a little rude, but like anytime like they're like, ah, we, we specialize in deep learning, I want to tell that, that whole company to suck my dick. Like, just fuck you. It seems like the people that... It's just like, yeah, this is the company that's trying to just accelerate the apocalypse. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. We don't, get, we don't need people. Just automate everything. Yeah, it's not a nightmare. 
Don't nah. worry about it. Uh, grounded, uh, make it and break it update adds a playground mode, which is basically a level editor where you can build your own backyard sandbox. Uh, I kind of like that idea. Yeah, that game. I'm I'm happy to see what that game's doing, even though it never clicked with me. So. Uh, new Xbox Game Pass games, Thirsty Suitors, everybody here's favorite game. I know y'all should go play that. Okay, so, I'm sorry. I actually may check it out. Have, it looks kind of interesting. I have, I've heard you talk about it. I don't know what this game is. Is it that type of game? It is. So from my understanding, it comes from the same guys who did Monday Night Combat and that Bird VR game. I don't remember what it's called. I always forget the name of it. Uh, not the not the Ubisoft one. No, 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 no. This is like the, the Falconeer. Had... No, not the Falconeer. Oh fuck! It was PlayStation VR. I can't. And they brought it. To Falcon other... Age. Falcon Age. That's the one. Same devs. And apparently, this is about a um a girl who is like her exes are like Scott Pilgrim kind of thing, where her exes are trying to get her back, and like you do battles, and like there's cooking and skateboard, like it's. It's a weird mm-hmm. game. Okay. So I don't, I don't, I haven't played it. I don't know much about it. A lot of people say it's pretty cool, but I, I just don't know that I need another horny game. I don't. Oh, I'm Anthony, looking at it. I should check it out. I think well, from what I know about it, you may vibe with it. Like I'm it's, looking at it. It's not the name made me think something horny, else. Yeah. Horny game. Yeah, the screenshot it says is. the screenshot says that is not this at all. Yeah, I think you may because I'm. I actually have it installed. I plan to check it out. Like I, I think you might vibe with it because it's because you like the kind of laid back. Because like it has like the battles I think are tactical, and then it has like skateboarding stuff, which is probably not as in depth as Tony Hawk. But I saw you could do tricks and different stuff like that. And then like you do cooking with her father, I think. And then there's like like bonds that you you know you do that that gives you other cutscenes and stuff like that. Like it's that type of thing. So I I don't know I I'm a mess with it. Check I'm it gonna, out. I'm, I'm doing the thing right now, guys. I'm gonna scroll down and oh shit, it's playable on Xbox One. Nice. All right. Uh, also included in Game Pass, we're getting Football Manager 2024, Like a Dragon, Gaiden, Dungeons 4, Spirit Tea, Coral Island, Wild Hearts, and War Tales. Baldur's Gate 3 is still planned for Xbox this year. So <laughs> running out of runway here, but. You know, why you laugh like that though? I said I don't. Uh, Microsoft has changed its policy and will no longer allow unauthorized third-party Xbox accessories starting November twelfth. According to sources, Xbox is expanding its approval for third-party wireless controllers. Third-party accessories which connect to the accessibility controller are not affected. I wonder if this is going to break fight sticks because if this breaks fight sticks, that just might be the nail I think in the coffin. It will 100. Yeah. Most of the, in fact, most of the negative feedback to it I've seen has been from people who are afraid they're not going to be able to use their fight sticks anymore. Yeah. Some of those yeah. custom fight sticks that they've probably spent a significant amount of money on. Yeah, I have a couple of them, and it's weird how they get around it on Xbox. You basically plug the Xbox controller into the fight stick, so it thinks it's an Xbox controller. I wonder if those will break. Oh, wow! Interesting. That may not, because it's full. That well, unless they don't develop something against it. That you know. I'll, I'll test it and let you know on November twelfth, because I've got two fight sticks. I actually did get that that Galaxy Black one. I just ain't had a chance to plug it in yet. So nice. I haven't had a urge to go back to MK one, but Omni Man coming out, I might uh, might have to boot that back up. Uh, most 
So this was a story. Apparently, Microsoft employees, permanent employees, were receiving Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for free. They took it away, and then Phil Spencer said, "Oh hell no, you ain't," and he gave it back. So there's the story. Wow. <laughs> Phil wow. Spencer said, okay. "I don't know. I didn't know anything about this. Y'all ain't losing your Game Pass." No. They uh, really just want this man, this, his little legend. Like they, they really just do it a lot to beef up his little, his little gamer legend. Sure. Like, but I mean, it's a good PR for him, you know. Oh, for sure. All day. Uh, Starfield's next big patch will add NVIDIA DLSS support with frame generation, display, and HDR controls, and other improvements uh, in Steam beta next week before it goes live on PC and Xbox. <sighs> Machine cool. Games Wolfenstein slash Indiana Jones opens a new studio in Sundsvall, Sweden. The new office will I be haven't up. seen anything from them. In, stop opening studios. I want to see something that you've actually fucking finished. <laughs> well, the studio won't be active until 2025. Three fucking years. Yeah, I know, but I, I, we haven't seen anything from Machine Games. Uh, BlizzCon was this weekend, and that is now a Microsoft event, just so you know. Not weird at all. No. Phil Spencer did say the words StarCraft which got people excited. Oh, nice. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> said, he said the word StarCraft. He huh? said the word StarCraft. Wait, was he talking about a boat? Because I think there's a brand of like jet ski that's StarCraft. Was he talking about a jet ski? Because don't be tricky, Phil. Don't I do mean, that. I mean, you don't know. When you actually are getting like wood and stuff, like you can come off the <laughs> ship. I'm so happy that I could bring that back around to that. <laughs> um, updates for the games. We got a lot of updates. Overwatch 2 gets a new hero uh, I I butcher his name. He's a tank hero. His name's Mauka. I think. Yeah, he looked like the Rock, and he oh, got two dear. chain guns. He looked hard, actually. Like I played. Play as him? I played him. So he was available this weekend. Uh, I did hop in and check him out. He seems pretty cool, but he doesn't seem to have a lot of sustain. So like, Ooh, okay. like healers are gonna have to pump a lot of healing into him because he seems to go down pretty fast. But he's fun to play. So. He's a tank, though, ain't he? He is a tank, but he's only got, like, 550 health, I think. Huh. So, okay. I don't know. He's an interesting dynamic. It'll be interesting to see how he plays out. They also showed off a new DPS and support hero, which are coming in 2024. They also announced the revamp of competitive play. They're getting rid of the cards. No more cards to see how you're doing. You don't have to win 5 or lose 15 to get your ranking update. That's good. Uh, they're adding a new mode called Clash. Uh, which they reworked Hanamura into a new map for this new mode, which is essentially, think of it as tug-of-war, where there are five points, and you move towards one side or the other on offense and defense. So We have that already. Oh. It's got a big fucking robot. Yeah, well, this time now it's points. So Yeah, Battlefield does that. It's called Rush, but yep. okay. All That's right. That's essentially what this <laughs> is. So, you know, Overwatch, cool. like all the fun. Overwatch streamers were like, we're so back, we're so back. I was like, man, I loaded into some games this weekend. We ain't back. <laughs> you fix that matchmaking, we might be back. Like all this other stuff is just like icing on a shit cake right now because the matchmaking is yeah. terrible. I didn't hear you say nothing about matchmaking, so I guess the they person. didn't talk about it at all. The person that left that fucking massacred stall at least put some fucking air freshener. Yeah. There. I gotta say, like, though, oh, gee, thanks, man. They did show the new DPS hero, and that is a cool mechanic. They give it, he's essentially a fucking mole. Like, he can dig. Really? They okay. dig I'm sorry, they. It's, it's a non binary character. Uh, they can dig underground. Which is huh. super fucking cool. Like, they, they actually had gameplay of it. It looks really cool. 
reverse Pharah. Where am I supposed to drop? Uh, the new DPS hero is season nine or ten. I can't. It's twenty twenty four. So. Oh, okay. So next year. Uh, okay. Also, they're resetting everybody's rankings for the Overwatch competitive update in season nine. How you feel about that? Uh, we'll see where I land. <laughs> Right. It's not an MMR reset, it's just a raking reset. Oh, okay. So my MMR okay. is still there in the background. So we'll see. I'll be excited to like not have to wait five games or ten because I lose more than I win to find out how far I dropped. So there is that. Uh, Diablo 4 is getting its first expansion called The Vessel of Hatred, launches in late 2024, and brings a new class to the game, which apparently has never been in a Diablo game. Um, oh, I didn't even see there was getting a new class. That's yep. cool. Uh, Hearthstone expansion Shadow- Showdown in the Badlands launches November 14th. Hearthstone Battlegrounds gets a co-op mode where you can team up with someone uh, coming in 2024. And why the fuck not, but we announced three... World of Warcraft expansions. Yep. Um, Warcraft. With a fucking killer cinematic for the first one. I mean, Blizzard Man, cinematics. As much as I'm pissed off at, at Overwatch when they showed that trailer with that music, I was like, I'm, I'm in. Let me play. <clears throat> like, Blizzard just does the best cinematics. Oh, like I said in the in the uh, Discord, I'm not sure why they haven't just gone ahead and made a full Warcraft movie in yep. CGI. Like, their cinematics are so good. They could do, yep. Dude, I think, a really good CGI movie or set of movies. If you take all of Overwatch's cinematics and play them, they're like three and a half hours long. Like, why is this not remember, like a Netflix show? Remember right. that weird Warcraft movie? The one that was forced to be made by, like, China or something like that? Yeah, like... I, I all liked you, that movie. All you needed, though... I'm not saying it's yeah, bad. I, I didn't, all you needed was see literally it. the screen... like. The videos from those games. I don't know. Yeah. Why do we? Why are we going through? Just do what you do for the video games. Just don't make the game portion. That's well, this... how I follow the story because I stopped playing WoW forever ago. But I'm caught up because I watch people put together the cutscenes, like from the different dungeons and stuff, and they put it together as it makes sense. And that's like I watch it as a movie. Like I spend an afternoon to freaking catch up on World of Warcraft, and it's so good. Like I don't know why Blizzard doesn't do that. I'm sorry, telling. All right, numbers yeah, time. I, I keep okay. I keep thinking about because um, I know it'll run. So I keep thinking about uh, putting WoW on my Steam Deck and just playing the the free, like up to level twenty. I think it is. They'll let you play for free. Yeah, you should. Because uh, it's been twenty years since I played. So probably a little different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, they've got WoW Classic too. <laughs> um, but yeah. The, uh, I'm I'm confident it's very different than when I played, but um... uh, numbers time. Five Nights at Freddy's movie made seventy eight million dollars with its domestic debut, and one hundred and thirty million globally over the weekend. And remember, this thing was streaming on Peacock. Like you didn't have to go to the theater. Yeah, that's how I watched it. Yep, and me too. The kids watched Peacock. Um. The 10th anniversary of Assassin's Creed Black Flag last Monday, it has now surpassed 34 million players. My Hero <laughs> Ultra Rumble is 7 million downloads, and Fortnite brought back the old map and apparently hit over 6 million concurrent players. Yeah, and, and it's wild too, because my son, <laughs> he was like, 
yeah, everybody getting hyped because they brought the new, the old map back, but like, nigga, it's still new Fortnite. Like, they didn't bring back the old weapons and stuff, and that's true. Like, I think everybody was just coming back at the hype of, oh, Tilted is back and stuff, but, like, the weapons and mechanics and stuff is still, you know, what they were, which is nice for them, and that's cool, but, yeah. I don't know, I haven't played it yet. Uh, acquisitions for the week, did Devolver Digital acquired System Era, which is the team that made Astroneer. And Atari entered into an agreement to acquire Digital Eclipse, which are the guys who made the Atari 50th anniversary in the making of uh, Karateka. How do you say Karateka? I, I still call it Karateka. Karateka. All right. Releases. Sonic Dream Team is coming to Apple Arcade on December 5th. I'm excited. It looks awesome. Me too. Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, Remnant 2 DLC, The Awakened King, dropping November 4th. There's a game everybody forgot about. Um, Bloodborne Cart launches on January 31st. <laughs> Whatever, man. Roller Drome is coming to Xbox Series X and PC, Windows Store, and Game Pass on November 28th. Oh, nice. Uh, Sniper Elite VR Winter Warrior launching November 30th on MetaQuest. Kingdom Hearts Missing Link launches 2024 on telephones. Uh, what else we got here? Starfield's next big patch. We already talked about that. Exo Primal Monster Hunter collaboration starts January 18th. Um, delays, just early access of the days before, been moved to December 7th, and Grand Blue Fantasy Versus Rising del- delayed to December 14th, so I know Jay is upset about that. What else we got here? Hideki Kamiya and Shinji Mikami will host a talk about their careers and future plans at the Archipel Caravan on December 15th through the 17th. Yu Suzuki did an interview with IGN where he says Shinmu 3 was made to please the fans, but if he could make Shinmu 4, he wants it to be enjoyable for newcomers. He also thinks that Yakuza, Yakuza 0, like Shinmu game, could be a turning point for this series. Okay. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Yu Suzuki's full of shit. Because he tried to make the... I, listen, I, I'm not going to spend my time playing those games. Um, but I watched a guy who was clearly a Shenmue fan talk about Shenmue 3, and he was like, this this was nothing for the story. But he even goes into the details of the video, like the actual video game portion of it, and he was like, it's not fun. The The combat system was reworked for new audiences rather than be sort of like putting in fighting moves. It was just like, yeah, just mash buttons. And then eventually he would work out a combo based off the buttons you mashed. Yu Suzuki's full of shit. I'm just... uh, Stick to making arcade games, man. Um, Capcom says they're still planning to release a major game that's not been announced before the end of March 2024. I'm still guessing it's Monster Hunter. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's Monster Hunter too. Uh, Konami released a teaser trailer for Metal Gear Solid Legacy series with David Hayter, and he said, this is only the beginning, at the end. He's probably just referring to the Metal Gear Solid collection, too. Metal Gear. Oh, probably. Uh, <laughs> like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name was previously planned as DLC for a lo- uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. The whole game Metal took them Gear. six months to make, and the studio has one team that worked on three Like a Dragon games at the same time. Jesus. 
I don't think these dudes sleep. I don't think they do. My God. So I was I was reading more into that, and it appears that like they kind of do it in a way that's way smarter than we would think. Um, basically, like, hey, are you the guy that works on modeling the city? Well, you already have the model done, so why don't you do it for all three games, right? Uh, the parent, like, you know, oh, I do. I'm the guy that does the dart mini game. Well, you're doing the dart mini game for all of them. I mean, stuff like that. And I'm they like, were using yeah, a lot of sense. stuff, yeah, for sure. But the the like the writing and the side missions are what make those games. So, yeah, I just it didn't want it to seem like they were also just like, and you're working on three games, deal with it. It's just like, yeah, they break up that so it's like you you're constantly doing the same job because why would they have someone else come and try to i don't know rework bowling if you're the bowling guy fair all right i'm convinced dead by daylight's a fever dream at this point because they announced another collaboration this week and boy you reached into a bag that ain't nobody fucking touched in a while it's behind the toilet that anthony was talking about earlier jesus what is it fucking naughty bear Y'all remember like, Naughty Bear? Brennan texted me that. Yeah, he was like, he said the same thing. He was like, they got a Naughty Bear skin coming to, uh... What? <laughs> Dead by Daylight. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Like, I don't even know who Naughty Bear is. Dude, it was, so, okay, it so, was a 360 PS3 game, and it was terrible. And you were a bear who was naughty, and you killed other bears. And, like, violently. Yeah. But they were stuffed violently. animals, so it could be, like, a teen-rated game or whatever. And then they did a special edition or something like that, and it was uh, the cover of Kill Bill, but it was the bear. It's it's such a weird... It's one of those 360 PS3 games that you don't hear about anymore. Like, nobody talks about it. Think of it in the same vein as, like, oh, uh, Hail to the oh Chimp. Oh, God. It makes, it makes so much sense. Apparently, they were... Oh, my God. So, apparently, a sequel was made. Yes, It was Naughty download bear only. Yes. Naughty Bear, Panic in Paradise. I as soon as I read like who developed Naughty Bear, it made sense though, because Dead by Daylight is made by Behavior Interactive, who was formerly known as Artificial Mind Movement. Artificial Mind, yeah, Naughty Bear. Gotcha. (laughs) I didn't think about that. So they just own the license. (laughs) Yeah, they reviving it. That's what it is. They try to bring Naughty Bear back. All right. Um, I'm so glad Anthony is here for this next story. So I'm not. apparently, Best when he Buy says this. It's not good. Apparently, Best Buy put up the description for the Silent Hill 2 remake. Oh no! So we got some bullet points here about this product. Can I, can I guess what one of them is? Go ahead and guess, and I'll let you know if you're right. It's. Uh, I'm just gonna say it spoils the ending. Uh no. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. I. I'm. Uh, he's uh dealing with depression. No. Okay, so those are the two things I was like, they're going to just... This might be worse. Right this might oh, be worse. No. Uh, all right, so here's oh, the bullet points. Take on the role of James Sunderland as he makes his way through the horrifying town of Silent Hill. As he's hunted by terrifying creatures, all while trying to uncover the truth of a dark mystery. Bullet point two. Enjoy the experience. Okay, so hold on. Let's, let's just, I want to say it now so I don't have to go through them after. That's not bad. Continue. <laughs> Enjoy the experience of playing through a seminal horror game, all with modern graphics exclusively on your PlayStation 5. I I suppose if we just... 
Don't think about it too hard, sure. There's only one of these that's bad. I'm going to save it for last. Okay. So the next one is Silent Hill 2 for PlayStation 5. It's produced by Konami and developed by Bloober Team in collaboration with Akira Yamaoka and Masahiro Ito. And finally... I'm pretty sure at that point you it is like, we still have the rights to use the music, and he, the guy who made Pyramid Head didn't say we couldn't use him. The final bullet point. Oh, no. Fan favorite character Pyramid Head makes a return along with a special origin story for fans to play through. No. No. Oh, yeah, I read that. <laughs> no. No, he doesn't return. This is the first time he shows up. <laughs> and a priest, god damn it. Welcome to hell. All right. What are you going to do? <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do with Pyramid Head? Uh, all right let's... just it's so bad it's this whole idea is bad let's do some emails uh jeremy writes and says hey guys i thought i was pretty much done with mario wonder until i found a little extra something something i'm trying to 100 percent all the levels so when i pre-ordered i got a little collectible card pack with it i decided to look online and found those cards were going for 30 to 40 dollars a pop Sold them for $30, kind of blew my mind. Have you ever gotten a pre-order bonus that sold off or knew it was stupid? It was went for a stupid price online. Thanks always for the show. People pay a lot of money for dumb shit on the internet. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I have. Like, all my pre-order stuff has generally been digital goods, even when it's, um, like, a physical copy I was buying. I don't think I have anything like i have a couple i have like the final fantasy 7 remake um business card holder tin thing that's really weird it has like a fake shinra card in it okay i'm sure i had some stuff that could have been sold for ungodly amounts of money and i probably threw it away at some point my employee number is A six five one eight seven nine six one five nine three. Apparently, I'm the uh, Shinra staff. Sorry, Shinra Electric Power Company staff, uh, leading progress with Mako. That's like the only thing I can think of that's like a physical pre-order that I have. A uh, fucking Xbox Live Gold Diamond card. Remember those? Your gamer tag on it. I have one of those. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I I, I have one somewhere sitting. I have no yeah, idea where somewhere. it is. It's in a box, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, all right, Blue Skies Daryl writes in and says, "Hello, guys. You mentioned how the Sony ponies were crying about Xbox not mentioning that a game was shown during their partner direct it was also coming to PlayStation Five. I recall that during a PS Five direct earlier this year or end of last year that there were a dozen plus games that were also for Xbox, but they didn't mention." Xbox tweeted later a picture of dozen of dozen or so games that they stated were coming to Xbox. It's not like it said Xbox exclusive. I'm so tired of Sony fanboys. I have all the consoles, but the Sony ponies are by far are insufferable. I'm going to say something in defense of the Sony ponies, <laughs> but not their position. Ponies. Just like kind of like the 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 most annoying group is the one that's winning. Oh, it always is. Right, yeah. like, Xbox, like, I, at the beginning of the uh, PS4, Xbox One generation, a bunch of people with Xbox is like, I can't believe about a PS4. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to end up with both. 
Yeah, I, I also I disagree that there's any worse version of fanboy than another. They're all pretty un- insufferable. Oh, they're they're all just awful people. And Anthony's right that whoever is the winning team currently, I'm using the finger quotes for that, is just the loudest and the most annoying. So it doesn't really matter. It it just happens to be that Sony is usually winning. It, I say winning, which is hilarious because Nintendo's kicking everybody's ass. But correct, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think the uh, the uh, the Sony fanboys post Starfield and the Xbox fanboys post Spider-Man have both been equally insufferable to me. I, so. keep, I keep seeing this this meme that floats around, which is perfect, where it says if all you do is if you claim you hate Xbox and all you do is talk about Xbox, you don't hate it, you're obsessed with it. Yeah, true story. I mean, that that is just, and that works for every console. It's not exclusive to Xbox. All right, this next he's he's taking a shot at me in this next sentence. He says, "By the way, I think my game of the year is Spider-Man 2. So much fun and very polished. Baldur's Gate 3 is up there too. To be honest, <clears throat> Zelda Tears of the Kingdom was not that great. I'll stick by Oof. my I'll stick by my statement that it's glorified DLC and I played 20 plus hours. It's good in the same way Super Mario Wonder is good, good but not game of the year material. Ken, you're nuts." Oh. I like how your accent changed the voice, <laughs> the voice that you used <laughs> as you read it. <laughs> that was nice. I'm just going to say right now that if you feel like Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is glorified DLC, we can't be friends. Dang. That's like saying Spider-Man 2 is glorified DLC. It's the same map. Yeah, it's literally New York City. <laughs> like, are, what are you going to come at me with with Tears of the Kingdom, huh? Is it because it's the same map? Huh, Spider-Man is too. I think Spider-Man 2 is a great game. It'll probably end up in my top 10. But there's nothing that's going to take me away from Zelda at this point. Nothing. It's alright, because everybody else is wrong anyways, because Pikmin 4 came out this year. <laughs> Anthony sits on a, on a throne of his own. That's what he does. I'm... It, listen. I, it was not my generation that went to see Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I lived in the aftermath of that. It's still a great concept of being small in the normal world. And Pikmin does it the best. <laughs> I think Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is tied with Beethoven with the movie series that you didn't know there were 47 sequels for. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. And Definitely. the TV series and all that shit. Yeah. Like Beethoven yeah. had like 12 movies and like 17 yeah. of them were straight to video. And don't try to do that math because it'll just break your brain. And Be- yep. Be- Beethoven's for. Like, at least Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was a good movie. Beethoven was never good. I like the first Beethoven, because Charles Grodin Grodin is is great. It's anodyne nonsense. That's fine. I was a kid. But I'm just saying, like, it's hard to go back to as an adult and be like, yeah, this is... Motherfucker, they had, like, Ernest Goes to Camp hasn't been streaming on anything, and I saw it on Hulu the other day, but you gotta, like, have live TV shit to watch it, and I'm like, fuck off. The best Charles Grodin movie is Clifford, anyway. So um, well, I'm with Taking Care of Business, where he's just, uh, the, or Midnight Run, one of those two. Those are my favorite Grodin, Grodin movies. 
All right, tweets, and then we'll get out of here because this is a long show. Also, just while I'm at it, fuck Airbud too. I, I don't have any nostalgia for Airbud. Sorry, yeah, I have no nostalgia for Airbud. That was good for you. That was after I was a an adult already. Yeah. All right, Curtis. Imagine taking your kid to practice and having them <laughs> sh- shown up by a fucking golden retriever. I mean, yeah. Probably every day for me. Time to, get a new, time, time to get a new kid. Curtis writes, what's up, fellas? Hope all is well. So many games to play. Where is the time? 2023 is insane. I can't believe the amount of quality indie and double-A games that are out. What did we do to deserve them? Well, right. I don't know that we deserve them, because um, all we do is bitch about them on the internet, and also everybody got fired in gamings this year, so, you know. Also, Pandemic. Yeah, this is kind of the, the sprinkling. The, hey, we got back into the office and actually wanted to work together side by side for a little while before our upper management fired 90% of the team. And these are all the games that were supposed to launch with these new consoles, but they didn't? <laughs> uh, some of them, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like some of these games were probably supposed to be done a couple years ago, but... Am I crazy? Yeah. Did not did God of War 2 not come out this... Like Ragnarok come out this year? No, it was no, that was last year. Last that year. was last, last year. year. It all feels like one year still. No, it's because it's because Judge is still giving that acceptance speech. You probably caught wind of it <laughs> when you went outside. That's why you thought it's okay. Uh, you know what? I think I may have confused it because um, Horizon, the DLC, came out earlier this year, and last year they came out pretty close together. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Relatively. Uh, well, yeah. The the Horizon DLC definitely did, and no, they didn't come out close together. Although they no? did come out the same year. I thought they were like like a month apart. No, I don't. Like I don't think so. Six months, uh, I think. Clearly, clearly. Yeah, Horizon was early in the anymore. year, I think. Yeah, and then Ragnarok. Yeah, they tried later. to do the they tried to do the the March release, and I think something. Uh, it was uh, Elden Ring that came out right around. Didn't the, didn't the yeah. Horizon DLC come around the same time as Tears of the Kingdom? Am I am I crazy thinking? Uh, that? close. No, close March to it. March uh, but it was, was the DLC, and I yeah. what, Tears of the Kingdom was July, June, okay. July. May. No, Tears of the Kingdom May? was May. Yeah. Okay. But like Horizon's release schedule is the absolute fucking worst. Whoever is like putting the release dates on those games needs to be fired. Um, Shogun writes in says, "I feel like we've gotten to the point where we criticize the critics for criticizing. I understand there's hate for Call of Duty." But is this new Call of Duty really worse than King Kong and Gollum? I mean, a four out of ten. Oh my god, wow. it's worse. Did they write King Kong with a better score? I don't know. What, I don't know if anybody actually reviewed King Kong because they did not send codes out. Yeah, I don't. I'm looking it up. I know King Kong got some reviews because some people went out and bought it as a obviously the way to farm impressions because obviously everybody wanted to know how bad it was. Right. Yeah. I okay. So they gave they gave King uh, Skull Island: Rise of Kong a three out of ten. Or so it's one point worse than a? Call of Duty. Yeah. IGN. IGN. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's one per point work. That's insane. Wow. Okay. Uh, he says, "Oh yeah, I meant to write in last week about the YouTube conspiracy theories saying Mary Jane was a self insert by the lead writer." I don't think a writer has that much pull, but the question was Western media taken out of taking out all the fan service or did we overly correct culture? What? What's he talking about? The Mary Jane. So Mary Jane and Spider-Man because she looks slightly different because she does because they're, they're still fiddling with those designs clearly. 
mm-hmm. but everybody took that as some insult. They're like, oh, I'm not attracted to this f- fictional character at the end of the day anymore. So it must be that like the lead writer is trying to insert herself into it or whatever. I don't know. You, you, if I wow. if I said this thing, dude, it's it's that nonsense conspiracy without any sort of realistic thinking involved. I remember the um the the redrawn Aloy picture. Remember that? Oh god! Yeah. Or just like yeah. well, guys, guys, if you think that, go outside and actually meet real women. Please. Have you seen Have you seen the new um, South Park movie yet? No, I have yes. not. Oh my god. It's so good. Watch it. It is it is literally about this stuff, about how Kathleen Kennedy came from an alternate universe and all she wanted to do was put a gay lesbian chick in every movie. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> the uh, stuff. I think I think the whole thing about Mary Jane was completely and utterly overblown. Well that too. Like it's, I, I, I mean it's just complete ridiculousness. I saw the picture. I immediately was like, I know who that's supposed to be. But like, part of me was like, did they change her face again? And that only comes from the fact that they changed Peter's face like fucking twice. <laughs> no, it's really just it's her hair that's different. Oh, like her it. face is a little bit different, but not much different. Like, like I don't know, man. If, yeah, like, guess right, what? But... Go, out, oh, go outside. Okay, go outside. And you will pass. I don't know if you if you actually like a lot of people don't do, but if you actually went out into public around other human beings, and you walked down through the uh, a mall or something, you would come across fifty people, and none of those fifty people would look the same. They would all look unique in some way, and you might not be attracted to every single one of them. So this notion that Every single person that appears in a video game has to be attractive to attractive to you specifically is so fucking gross. And I, I've used this comment a couple times on this podcast. This might be the most serious case of loser behavior I've ever seen. I'm sorry, like, but you shouldn't be if, attracted to polygons anyway. If you care this right. much about the attractiveness of a video game character, I automatically assume that you are an absolute loser. Like, did you just like that? You don't have any interaction with any regular human beings. Yeah, like there is there there was um, even talk about that in like the comic books Reddit, which I'm like, that's ah, not the spot for it. Um, but uh, there was there's a couple people like myself where it was like more weird by the fact that it's like that doesn't look the same. Then like it would be like if Kratos kind of like looked slightly different, and you're like, did they? edit that more um you know like to me it was the consistent overall like yeah but she doesn't teaching. really she no, doesn't look screenshots... that different if you no, see no, her in right. motion that's right. the thing like, this was is... this was before that i'm just saying like uh, to me like i understand if that's where you're upset but like yeah the whole people on the same with the aloy one the aloy one is also like just i do not I don't know. Like, you want realistic graphics, but then you want nothing realistic in it. Like, why would Aloy have a face full of makeup? What, right. What, uh, that makes like, no sense for the character. Like, yeah. Uh, literally, there's fucking robots running around, and she's just trying to not die. And you're, like, worried about how she looks. I don't care. I thought that character looked great. It's well, a great design. 
She stands out immediately, which is not something you see with a lot of characters. How many generic white guys? Like, if you looked at the fucking portrait, or the silhouette, I should say, of Nathan Drake, could you point him out in this crowd full of just generic white protagonists? No. Maybe if the music started playing, I could point him out. No, no, he'd already kill everybody else <laughs> in the room anyways, it's fine. But it's uh, just, like, it's weird for me to, like, you know, to me it's like, these are characters that you're trying to make clearly obvious who they are right away. Um, I'm not looking for attractiveness in video games that's weird well this um, the, his second tweet kind of pours into this so i'll go ahead and read it um he says i apologize if this isn't the, the isn't the right place to talk about these questions but i think uh you guys will give a genuine take on this situation personally i don't care about digital pixels i have a real life girlfriend but it is odd seeing the dramatic changes i.e mk9 to mk1 uh some for the better so like that's another big topic of conversation in the MK community is like if you remember MK9 some of those lady designs were um sexual fan service. Yeah, especially like that Melina yeah. Pitts costume where it's just bandages wrapped around her body. I, yeah, that was uh, so, 100% not something that the industry should be marching toward. Like <laughs> the it, yeah. I mean if especially not in a mainstream game like that. If if you want if you're the type of person that wants to have like some game within your niche that has characters dressed like that, whatever. More power to you, I guess, but that's not what the entire industry should be marching towards. There's been like I think there's more of an acceptance and change when it comes to fighting games. You know how like every new iteration the character looks the same but different. Um, I've always enjoyed seeing how characters evolve over time in fighting games. Um, not all of them are great, uh, but you know some of them are quite neat. I've actually really liked the new Mortal Kombat stuff because they've been going more for that gritty, gross-out <laughs> realism and violence. Like more realistic-looking characters has been great. Um, I thought the redesign for uh, Tomb Raider was fantastic. Um, you know, like, it felt like a real person and not a cartoon character. What are you talking about? That original Laura Croft model is That original Laura realistic. Croft model is so fucking bad. Um, oh my god. Uh, the, there was a reboot parody, and the reboot parody had more polygons. Remember um, the controversy over Tifa's boob size in Final Fantasy VII Remake? Yep. I, I'd forgotten about it until you reminded me, thanks. Oh my god! It, yeah. I, yeah, like, you know, it, it's those type of people, though, that end up spending $700 on Tifa in a Jacko pose, right? <laughs> so it's like, these companies, I would it's not want to be... Okay, you're making references to stuff that I have not watched and that clearly other people aren't either. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we we've over pandered at this point. It is, but, but is it is it yeah. like like I, I don't know if they pandered to anyone really at this point. Well, it depends like, on it depends on what you're looking at. There's definitely some pandering going on. Oh, I mean, yes, there's definitely some games that exist, but for the most in the mainstream, I feel like we have, for the most part, arguably the most free sort of environment to make a game like. Go back to like if if God of War uh, the the new two part um, uh, Norse Mytho- Norse mythology series uh, had come out like 
right after God of War 3, I don't think people would have been happy with that story. I still like I, I feel like I feel like art like games well, are more just... art now. That's that's just some of that is just a byproduct of it. So some of the snapback that I think some people are sort of experiencing right now is less. So there there is an attitude of sort of the natural progression of society, but we also from the late '90s through probably 2010, we were really, really, as a society, deciding that we were going to try to be as offensive as we could in a lot of different ways. Um, and I, I think some of what people are seeing as a uh, counter-response to that is really just the world kind of settling back in and being like, yeah, that was kind of gross. Like, our behavior there for a good 20 years was a little bit gross. But let me let me throw a devil's advocate into this because this is something I also see. Like, by the way, by the leather don't wear. <laughs> so every time devil's advocate's brought up, I just have him screaming in my head. I, I just I just want to play this part and, and kind of get your opinion on this to to kind of wrap up this conversation. Yes, the stuff that you're talking about was extremely gross, and it was like as a parent, it's even more apparent to me because like I'm watching things and I'm like, I this is unnecessary to me. But yeah. a lot of those people that 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 fight against this stuff are also the people like I want to fuck everybody in Baldur's Gate three. I want to fuck everybody in Mass Effect. Mm. Like well, it, there's it, a that, that, uh, yeah that's so a you're getting into a you're getting into a different conversation though because there's a different there's a there's a different conversation between um a game that has a realistic depiction of characters that spend a significant amount of time together and end up uh, in romantic situations and uh, choose your own adventure sex fantasy. That There's a difference between those things. Just like there's a difference between a, a rom-com and a porn movie. They both involve people hooking up. Well, it depends on your but imagination. The circumstances are different. The circumstances yeah. are different. So, and I, I think probably in the gaming world, uh, there there's probably room for both in the same way that in the real world there's room for both. Um, and also in porn, but, there's sometimes room for both. But, but the... Uh, <laughs> but the uh uh but there there's a um there's there's a, a degree of realism to adding romance options to a game that can be achieved that isn't just hey I want to screw everybody. Baldur's Gate is a kind of an exception though because there's literally like People trying to fuck all the time in that game. <laughs> that was a bug, though. I mean, they 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 came they came out and said that the the overly aggressive romance options were a bug, and they've now patched it out. That may be from the developer so, side, but from the player side, they were trying. I mean, their sex speed runs. Come on. Yeah, they can't. So uh, again, right. though, again, you're 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 making generalizations about the entire community based on a very small subset. A very vocal. 
very, very vocal fucking subset. But the same thing could probably be said about the the skimpy outfits. Like that's a very vocal right, subset. But one of well, uh, I'm just like I said, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I think all of it's just trash. So just here's me. here's the thing. Like, um, there's there, there, this is kind of a multi part argument at this point. But so I can maybe understand how you'd be like, oh, violence is is okay in Mortal Kombat, but women can't be scantily clad and big boobed and all that stuff. Um, I, I get it. To some extent, I like understand where you're coming from because you're, you're seeing that the, we, we are okay with as a society, as Westerners are okay with like hyper violence, but sex is, the sex is still a no talking, you know, point like, Oh no, no, I can't show sex on television. Oh no, no, no. Sex can't be in video games. Like I do get that point. However, you can play Baldur's Gate and not have sex once. That is up to the player. The design of the characters and the writing are things that are, like, especially for games that are not like Baldur's Gate, where you have no choice, those things are things you are going to experience just by playing the game. And so I can understand why, like, the removal of, you know, the forced aspect of it onto the consumer... Uh, like, you know, making people look more normal, not being kind of gross, you know, with the sense of humor and stuff. I can understand why they would remove that because they are, there's no opt out option, right? You can opt out of the sex in Baldur's Gate. If, if you're like, oh, this character wants to have sex with me, you can say no, right? So like, I think that is something to keep in mind that like you are bringing up something that is completely optional. And the stuff that we are talking about is not. No, that's fair. Like I said, I was just playing devil's advocate. I I don't need but any of it. I, I, I do understand, though, like, at some point, like, this is video games. It's not real. So we can kind of do whatever we want. But, like, at the same time, like, people are complaining about Mary Jane and Spider-Man 2 looking like a mm, person, you know, like, even if you don't think she's hot, she still looks like a person. Like it is amazing how tech, how far we've gone with technology. But it's like you know weird that they're talking about technology like this. So it's like maybe we should you know pull back because obviously people can't understand the difference between this is not a real person. You should not be getting off to this. Yeah, there's, there's. I don't think the annoying thing is that if somebody made a movie and it, they wanted it to be like a big budget theatrical movie. And, um, half the runtime of the movie was just ludicrous sexual escapades. Um, people wouldn't be surprised if the scope of the people that are interested in that movie would be less than the scope of like a mainstream comedy movie, for example. And it's, it's the same thing with games. Like if, if you, if you decide that that's a genre you're interested in, then whatever, more power to you. If that's the kind of games you want to make, or those are the kind of games you want to play, go ahead, whatever. I still think it's loser behavior, but whatever it's, it's your, it's your, uh, uh, your choice. But you're just to, doing complain, you, man. to complain that they didn't over-sexualize Mary Jane in a Spider-Man game is just ludicrous. It's absurd. That's, um, like you said, 
loser behavior. Yeah. Can I say, like, I, I have somewhat of a level of respect for this person, um, and I'm not trying to shit on them because I know they've been shit on the internet a lot, but it is weird and creepy and kind of loser behavior. The HD mod for Half-Life 2 is infamous for this. The guy went in, and it look, he made Half-Life 2 look brilliant. And then he over-sexualized, like, every woman, but especially Alex, who, accom- who accompanies you for most of half or a good significant portion of Half-Life. And it is uncomfortable. He's like, you know, I'm not going to say it, but, like, you know, there's just certain parts of the body that you shouldn't have to model for on something that you're never going to see. It's weird. It's loser behavior. But guess what? There's someone out there that thinks just like you and they'll make a mod and you can just play that version. Apparently, right? just don't put that on all of us. Apparently Itagaki modeled everything in Dead or Alive. People found that out when it went to PC. Yeah. Yeah, weird. that's uh, weird. Weird. Yeah, um, it's weird. It's weird behavior. It's but. only it only gets weirder if you've scanned a real person and done it, David Cage. Um, but uh, you know, Emotion. yeah, weird. All nonetheless, oh, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fucking David Cage. That Star Wars game's gonna suck. Fuck him. I don't care. I hate him so much. Fucking Indigo Prophecy starts off so good and just so bad. Ugh. All right. Yeah. I think I think yeah, like this it's just weird stuff. But anyway, we should probably get out of here. This is uh It's running deep into We've run deep. Yeah. And we could probably talk about this for like an hour by itself, but the weird it, it, Ryan's right. It is weird behavior to to worry about this stuff. Like just just enjoy your I'm, games. And, like I, and I'm not saying I don't think any of us are saying cuz just want to be clear cuz just in case the wrong person hears this. I don't think any of us are saying you can't have an opinion on you no. know changes to no. games that yeah. you like. No one's upset about that. It's just it's like don't make it this like weird sticking point with you. Be upset. It's fine. Just don't be like I can't believe that they've attacked us like this. They're not attacking you. So that's where it gets weird. Start being on the defensive. Yeah, people are people are weird. Video games make them weird. Movies make them weird. Everything makes them weird. I don't get it. Anyway, that's it for this week. Um, if you want to tweet at us, it's I mean it's still there. It's at ZTGD podcast, but emails are better. Um, podcast at ZTGD.com if you want to want to fire up that old uh, that old AOL account of yours. You can you can email us there. I don't know what Drew's doing next for Phoenix Town. I don't think he's uh, I do. Um... We are going to do, because I am joining him, so that's right, you can just skip these ones. Um, uh, we are doing, uh, oh god, um, that horror game I liked. Um, it's got the uh, Phobia. Oh, Satan the hotel. No, the hotel, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we're going to do that because I really liked Phobia. Uh, it was the Dinfna Hotel. I'm like, it's got that weird letter sequence in its name but yeah that's right that's the subtitle um it's a really good game uh if you like horror you know and you like resident evil but you know want to sort of have the mansion from the first game but played in first person it's a pretty good one of those like for an indie game it's really impressive and 
I think I've seen it on sale for like under ten dollars now digitally. So, right on. Uh, I, I would recommend at least uh, listening to like an episode to see if it's something that you're interested in. If you've played it or playing along, uh, cool. I I hope you enjoy it because uh, I'm the one that recommended it to everybody, and another, usually does so poorly. Another fucking game that sits on my backlog that I played like two hours of. I swear to God, lots of those. It, it, you know what? So phobia. phobia phobia but so the problem is there's a there's a puzzle game called phobia um so this is uh phobia saint dinfna hotel um it is a first person horror game and it is fantastic let me just see it's 30 uh, this is canadian i'm sorry everybody but it's uh 33.99 on steam so it's even a discount price um you know they weren't charging um fucking that awful firefighter game money for a game that's <laughs> way way fucking better man i swear we wouldn't still be talking about this game if they didn't talk shit on twitter sorry exactly. no no and, I and you know what maintain the... that if they just came in here humble like their first game did y'all see that like i didn't even know they had a first game like i posted that in our little in our um in our chat nobody heard about that just release yeah, no. your name, but y'all came I, and talking well, all kind of shit. The thing, like, I think they'd probably get credit if, like, they had just released their game and it was, you know, Better $30. And, and, you know, they weren't out here talking shit all the time. I don't think anyone would be rooting for their downfall, but here we are. Nope. But, yep. Cool. Well, that's it for Also, this I want to just say, uh, when you type in phobia, which is F-O-B-I-A, into Google... It shows you the uh, description of the other Phobia game, but then on the right part of Google, it says Phobia St. Dinfna Hotel uh, Steam, 9 out of 10. ZTGD, 8.5 out of 10. Oh, look the at that. second one that comes up. Alright. Well, we're going to get out of here unless anybody has anything else. We're gone. Peace. Bitches leave. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. <laughs>